This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, October 29th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. An investigation is underway in Philadelphia after police found explosives and other suspicious cargo inside a van at Logan Circle on Wednesday night. Police recovered propane tanks, torches, and possible dynamite sticks from the van. The bomb squad is investigating. There is no immediate word on who owns the van or if anyone has been arrested. The discovery comes as the city remains on heightened alert following nights of unrest stemming from the death of Walter Wallace Jr. City officials say at least 200 businesses, many of them already struggling in the midst of the pandemic, were the targets of massive looting across the city. To assist police, an undetermined number of Pennsylvania National Guard troops will soon be arriving in the city. Their role, first and foremost, will be to safeguard property and prevent looting, said Mayor Jim Kenney. Officials announced that what started out as a peaceful protest of about 1,000 people at Malcolm X Park Tuesday night turned very violent against police. Police say bricks and even blood was thrown at the officers. 23 officers were injured, which raised question on whether or not they are allowed to use pepper spray and tear gas, tear gas when they are under attack. Officers still have the discretion to use the OC that they carry on them, said Philadelphia Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw. When it comes to using tear gas on large groups, obviously I make those decisions, she said. The police union called the, for the release of the police body cam footage, which they say will show that Walter Wallace Jr. failed to drop the knife as he was ordered repeatedly to do so and instead lunged officers with it. Commissioner Outlaw says they want the Wallace family to get the facts first. We will be meeting with members of Mr. Wallace's family to ensure that they get an opportunity to view the materials first, she said. Police have arrested multiple individuals in connection with looting activity along City Avenue on the Philadelphia Montgomery County line. Two men and one woman uh, were apprehended for looting a Rite Aid sometime after 10 o'clock in Philadelphia's Winfield section. Police say one of the suspects may have been armed. Shattered glass and merchandise could be seen on the, the ground outside of the main entrance of the store. Police say three people were taken into custody, one of whom was armed after breaking into a mobile store and the Lord and Taylor along City Avenue. They said there was like a caravan going up and down like a, they were, a, a, they a were, bunch they of were, cars. A quick question on the on that van that they found. They they said that they thought that might be um, used for blowing up ATMs. Did they find out whether there was a connection? Uh, th- not not yet. Okay, I right. mean, at least the report that I read, they didn't say they they're not sure. They don't know who owns it. Um, right. but and they're still investigating it. So I drive past the uh, Lord and Taylor on my way yeah. into work, <clears throat> and uh, when I was coming in, I saw a police um, SUV pulling into the shopping center, and it had like a bunch of giant two-by-fours that were coming in through the window. And then when I turned down Belmont, there was another police SUV that also had a whole bunch of two-by-fours that were coming so, out. To board of, up the, uh, the, the windows? I, I, yeah, I, I guess think so. so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they were just two-by-fours. I didn't see anything else. Um, um, so, Steve, police said that the suspects had been driving up and down City Avenue waiting for the perfect moment to hit the store. So okay. that's what they were doing. All right. Uh, there were also reports of people trying to break into Target. The looting follows nights of unrest stemming from the death of Walter Wallace Jr. An investigation continues into the shooting incident. Police say the looting must stop. However, Philadelphia Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw, who has promised transparency and a comprehensive investigation into Wallace Jr.'s death, said the burglary and looting in uh, to area businesses serves no purpose whatsoever. Yeah, he deserved to go to jail. 
They're stealing. Yeah. A citywide curfew was issued for Philadelphia following two nights of protests, unrest, and the looting. The curfew went into effect at 9 p.m. and expired at 6 a.m. today. Residents are being urged to stay inside during that time. Grocery stores, restaurants, and pharmacies may choose to operate delivery services only past 9 p.m. The Pennsylvania State Police Mounted Patrol Unit gathered in Center City, while Philadelphia police officers lined up outside the 18th District Headquarters at 55th and Pine Streets to enforce the curfew. A quick question, and I... Or more an observation. I wonder if we're supposed to have very rainy weather tonight. I think it's going to put the, the right. cap on right. it. And, and if you get a few days distance away from the spark point, tends you know, to the, quell the flash point, yeah. I would guess and hope, would hope that yeah. that'll calm things down. It's going to be getting colder. It's going to be rainy. So I think that's going to be a, a, at least somewhat of a deterrent. But we'll wait and see what happens. A handful of protesters were arrested outside of the 18th District. Police say they refused to leave for the curfew after receiving several warnings. Ahead of the curfew, Governor Tom Wolf signed a proclamation of disaster emergency for Philadelphia. Wolf's proclamation authorized state agencies to use all available resources and personnel to help Philadelphia deal with the continued unrest. Businesses in neighborhoods throughout the city boarded up Wednesday ahead of the curfew. Uh, Walter Wallace Jr.'s father said the looting does not honor his son. Philadelphia is using roving teams of officers that specialize in responding to looting calls. Commissioner Outlaw said the curfew is an additional tool. In sports this morning. The Eagles continue to get ready for their game on Sunday night against the Dallas Cowboys, and both teams had developments on the injury front. For the Eagles, Jalen Rager, Dallas Goder, and Jason Peters are no longer on the injury report and are good to return this weekend. For Dallas, Andy Dalton did not practice yesterday, and because of concussion protocols, may not be able to until the end of the week. Several reports say third-string quarterback Ben DiNucci may be starting for the Cowboys. In Thursday night football, the Atlanta Falcons will travel to the play the Carolina Panthers and kickoff is set for 8:20. And at Subaru Park in Chester last night, Philadelphia Union won again. Wow! Beating Chicago Fire two to one. Casper Prisbilko and Corey Burke each scored one goal to lift the Union to the win. The Union improved to 13-3 and five for 44 points and moved to 8-0 at home this season. They only have two matches remaining in the regular season, and next up is one in Columbus on Sunday afternoon against the Crew. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much. Kathy, we welcome you to a Thursday morning. We're happy about that because the week is zipping by. Uh, we do have a guest on the show today, and it's one of our favorites, Adam Ferrara, will be on. He's going to be performing at Soul Joel's in Rofo uh, tomorrow night. So the weather looks like it's going to cooperate. It's yeah. going to be cool. It's an outdoor thing, but uh, Adam's he's the best. He's great. We just love him to death. Yeah. So, uh, we'll spend some time talking to him a little bit later on this morning. Uh, we have a new Daily Rush video that's uh, available for your consumption. <laughs> it is Steve's new movie pranks. It says, Preston doesn't know that Steve is an amateur screenwriter. Oh, okay, I remember this. Is this the film description? This. It's when they provided like half a sentence for a film synopsis. Yeah, and, okay. and Preston always reads the... The movie, so give me right. an idea of what the movie about. It was it was almost like man goes into room. Right. And I'm like, what the hell is that? So I right. fleshed it out. All right. So the Daily Rush video is up. You can watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. And you know what? We're going to continue a series that we started a little while back and we took a break from. And I think it's time to return to it. I think it was Nick's idea to get back on board with this. And I, I love it because... 
we got on a conversation the other day about um, uh, going for a massage, and and uh, w- uh, we were talking about happy endings. And the derivate, when did happy yeah. ending become the accepted term? And we were thinking out loud that, wow, I'm sure that massage therapists mm. have seen a thing or two. So it's a return of confessions of... And we've done it before with people who, you know, like in cable installers and uh, people who work in the medical industry. And we we felt that there are certain professions that lend themselves to, you won't believe what I saw or heard at work. Uh, and it was, we started getting texts from massage therapists yes. that were concurring with, yes, I do get <laughs> asked or get joked about the happy ending thing pretty regularly. But I bet there's a lot of other interesting stories. So... We'd like to hear those stories later on if you work in the massage therapy industry. And we'll open it up to other ones uh, from time to time. Yes, uh, we'll, I we'll love this. We'll highlight a profession and we'll do confessions of. So uh, if you are in the in the world of massage therapy or you know someone who works in that industry, let them know. We're probably, I don't know when we'll do it, maybe the 8 o'clock break, something like that. And we can keep you anonymous and I can electronically alter my voice. Oh, so good. Good. Yeah. Electronically yeah. alter his voice. Yeah. Right. We just won't say your name. <laughs> right. We've asked for years to find a way to alter people on the phone's voices, and they've um, never been able to figure it out. I'd say a good 15 years. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, you don't have to reveal who you are, but we would like to hear your stories. So that will be coming up a little bit later on this morning. Uh, but in the meantime, business as usual, we're getting ready for the Camp Out for Hunger. That is uh, looming uh, above us at uh, the 16th of um november so it's just a, a handful of days away oh my god and we want you to be on board with that so if you haven't gotten the details about it you can go to wmmr.com and find out all about how you can participate because we have uh the of course the uh fill a trunk event uh, that's coming up with the porsche club and all the other car clubs and we want you to participate in that i heard brent porsche teasing that this morning uh, so just peruse the website when you get a chance and, uh, of course, stop by your local Acme and make a donation. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get the entertainment report with the stupid question. All that good stuff is coming up next. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Steven Singer is excited to introduce to you his most loved engagement ring, Krista. Choose a metal color and carrot size at the perfect price. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's see if we can get a winner for a Doors Morrison Hotel 50th Anniversary Deluxe Edition Digital Download, and that is the stupid question prize. So the question that I have for you this morning in 1991, who became the first actress to win an Oscar? For best actress in a horror or theater film, or, I'm sorry, horror or thriller film. Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. 1991. Who became the first actress to win an Oscar for best actress, and it was for a role in a horror or thriller film. You could categorize either one of those. Uh, so let's see if you know the answer. Two one five two six three. WMMR, Thursday, October 29th. Birthdays today include Richard Dreyfus. He is uh, 73. I was just watching a, yeah, again, you always talk about the YouTube hole press. I was watching yeah. a um, an appearance he made on a show. It was in, I think, Ireland. Mm-hmm. And the daughter of Robert Shaw happened to come down. And um, he is so emotional to meet the daughter of, okay. uh, and she was in the audience because they worked together on Jaws. Yeah. And he relays these incredible stories about Robert Shaw and, and the larger life thing. And Jaws, 
obviously a pivotal movie for him. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's he's really great on a on a talk show. He has I remember lots of stories. And this too. He was great in. That's, uh, a, that's a clip from Jaws. Yeah. It's more about Bob, but um, <laughs> that's so great. Uh, I remember a story about Jaws that he told when uh, when they're in the boat at night and they're singing "Show Me the Way to Go Home." Right, and right, all right. That. That Robert Shaw decided that he would actually drink alcohol while they were doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he got hammered, and it made it very difficult to right. film the scene. Because obviously he could, he's, was a drinker to begin with, uh-huh. but he exceeded it by many levels. Yep. So uh, Richard Dreyfus, uh, 73 years old today. <laughs> happy birthday. Richard. What about Bob? That's his way of saying happy birthday. <laughs> so one more time, if you wouldn't mind, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> That's him trying to get Bob out of bed, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's him getting out of the car. That's him oh, getting yeah. get out of the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That movie, you know, this, that's, that's an example of a case where um, the the tensions between the two leads yeah. uh, make it uh, make it really work. I was watching uh, the Turner classic movies, and you've seen the Birdman of Alcatraz, right? Yeah. Well, Carl Molden and Burt Lancaster play adversarial roles. Carl Molden is the prison warden, and um, they hated each other. Yeah, in and real it, life. And it actually, yeah. you see it on screen. Yep. Uh, Kate Jackson of Charlie's Angels, uh, and She's also a smart one, and also Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Uh, she is uh, seventy-two years old today. Uh, we also have Winona Ryder celebrating a birthday, uh, and she made a nice resurgence in Stranger Things. I thought her career was done. She's great. We were yep. just giving away Beetlejuice, which is when she was still yeah. the uh, fresh-faced kid. You know what also I liked her in? is an, an okay movie is uh, The Dilemma. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's cheating on uh, her husband, Kevin right. James, and uh, there's this the dynamics when, when she and Vince Vaughn are alone on yeah. a few occasions and they're talking about this thing. Right. She's great. Yeah, yeah. she's really yeah. good. Okay, yeah. because... I watched Mr. Deeds over the weekend, and yes. I was there watching it with my wife, and she was like, wait a second, I thought Winona Ryder was a good actress. <laughs> now, so the thing is, I don't know. She's a really I, good actress. I, but in that movie, is she... In what movie? Mr. Deeds. I don't it's, remember. Where, like, it it really pushes her acting chops. Well, I, well listen, acting is acting, man, yeah, yeah. right? And, and each role is supposed to be as believable as the next, whether it's a comedy or a drama. It doesn't matter. You thought she was bad, man? Uh, well... It was it, not until she brought it to my attention, and then I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, well, she in the movie she's acting like she's acting, right? Right? Because I she's, never noticed. I, well, I always thought she was pretty good in it. In the movie, she's acting like she's somebody else for Mr. Deeds. Yes, she's right. act, She's playing a character she's not. Right. Yeah. Okay. She's Babe Bennett acting like the schoolgirl. Um, no, school mom, school t- yeah. teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah school teacher yeah, from, from a small town. She makes up on the Winchester syndrome. <laughs> Field right, Goldberg. yeah, school nurse. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, so I think that's why she's over the top bad acting as a school nurse. So she's actually really good in that movie. Sure, as an actor. There's okay. a ten part documentary yeah. about this on Showtime. Okay. <laughs> hey, Marissa, just so you know, everybody has got the wrong answer. Um, no, never mind. I'm sorry. I was right, looking... don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Right, I was just checking the validity of my question to make sure that that was okay. right. Okay, we're moving on. All right. uh, also celebrating birthday today, uh, Gabrielle Union. Ah, uh, she is uh, 48 years old. Recently, with the um, uh, issues at uh, what, what show? Uh, America's Got Talent. Thank you, America's Got Talent. Yeah, uh, but she's great in uh, Bring It On. Of course, a favorite. She wasn't that good in person. I felt like she was acting. No, 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 <laughs> I know. Uh, the great. Dan Castellaneta yes. celebrates his what birthday today. Yep, voice of Homer Simpson and a lot of voices on the show. Grandpa Simpson, Krusty the Clown, Barney, Groundskeeper Willie. Hey, hey! 
uh, Mayor Joe Quimby, Sideshow Mel, uh, and others. You know, it's kind of weird. I I think of Homer Simpson as being more real than Dan Castellan. Yeah, that I mean, yeah. it's I know Homer Simpson better. Yep. Uh, so sixty three years old today. Uh, it's Randy Jackson's birthday. Whoa! Today. Yeah. Whoa. Ra- Randy Jackson of the Jackson. Not the uh, yeah. not, uh, yeah. no, 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 not the guy who autographs uh, Sam Rose. What's the only thing he had, Preston? Uh, <laughs> I still love that. Randy, uh, Randy Jackson celebrates his 65th birthday today. What was it? They, they all played instruments, obviously, in the band. What was what did Randy? Mm, no, they didn't all play. Uh, they were mainly vocal. Well, you know what? Maybe in the earlier days yeah. it did, Steve. You know what? Cause there were a some, couple guitars I saw. I always remember I thought Marlon was the guitarist, and then, uh, and that was, but that was later on. Yeah. Or earlier on when they were. When they were youngsters, and 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 uh, you know Diana Ross had recognized had uh, had uh, discovered them. I think yeah, they did play the instruments, right. but I don't remember who played what. Uh, Randy sixty five today. Peter Green, former singer and guitarist, and founding member of Fleetwood Mac, but not this version of Fleetwood Mac. Oh, okay. It's the the older stuff, you know, like um, did he the song he, Oh Well? Did he die? Yeah, he I think died. he just passed away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What am I talking about? Yeah. Well, right. it, was, it was recent. Okay. Well, he would have been seventy four today. Denny Lane. I hope he's still alive. Yeah. So founding, is he. Founding member of the Moody Blues and was also in Wings with Paul McCartney. He was like the other famous person in Wings besides Paul and Linda. Uh, 76, always liked him. Uh, ben Foster, the actor, uh, X-Men Last Stand, 310 to Yuma. He's a, he's a really good actor. He's yeah. also in uh, Hello, High Water. Which is not available for uh, streaming on any platform now. Now, now, if you want to watch Hello, High Water, you got to pay for it. I'll just go over to my Blu-ray copy of it. Yeah. yeah. He's 40 today. Tracy Ellis Ross, the actress in Blackish, is uh, 48 years old today. She's Di- really good. Diana Ross's daughter, right? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well. In fact, she when they were paying tribute to Diana Ross at one of the award shows, she was the one who uh, presented. We were just talking about Diana <laughs> yep. Ross. How about that? And then the last birthday I saw is uh, Douglas S.A. Vincent Martinez. He is a 311, the singer and MC. So I guess he does the uh, the rapping yes. portions of the and songs. And does the game shows that they run. That, too. Yeah. He's an MC. He's uh, 51 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. And in 1991, who became the first actress to win an Oscar for Best Actress in a horror-slash-thriller film? And it's going to surprise you. I'm going to go to Bri- uh, Brianna for the answer. Hey, Brianna, good morning. Hi, good morning. <laughs> I never... And you, I love the consistency, down. though. I'm okay with it. Yes. I'm no. all right with it. It sounded stupid, and I should be called out for it. Brianna, who won that Oscar that I speak of? Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates is correct, yes. Misery. Most people were thinking Jodie Foster because that film came out in 1991. Misery came out in 1990, but of course they had the award ceremonies in 1991. So uh, the distinction of Silence of the Lambs is it's the only horror movie to win all four major awards. There you go. Exactly. All right. We haven't heard that in a while. No. All right, so, Brianna, we are going to set you up. We have The Doors, Morrison Hotel, 50th Anniversary Deluxe Edition Digital Download with 30 songs, including 19 previously unreleased outtakes. A two-CD, one-LP set is also available, and that's in stores now, and that is courtesy of Rhino Records, rhino.com. All right, let's begin where we hate to begin, and that's with the Kardashians. But after Kim... Released a slew of photos from her week-long birthday bash at a private island. We touched on this a little bit yesterday. Fans 
noticed one notable absence, and that was her sister Kylie. And according to Entertainment Tonight, a source said Kylie was unable to attend the party due to work commitments. She works? Uh, This could be true as Kylie has been busy with the release of a new leopard collection. (laughs) Uh, With her makeup brand, Kylie Cosmetics, as well as an appearance in a Halloween makeup tutorial with YouTuber James Charles. However, Kylie did make some time for travel, enjoying a weekend getaway with Travis Scott and her daughter Stormy. Another absence at Kim's party was Kanye, who did not appear in many family photos. However, he's campaigning. Courtney posted, yeah, posted a pic of him uh, bike riding on her Instagram story on Tuesday. Now, it looks like uh, there is coronavirus within the Kardashian crew. Chloe apparently caught the virus earlier this year, according to an exclusive clip of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. She caught and it right in March. We have that oh, clip here. Yeah. Is that what you're yeah. gesturing to? All right, here we go. Just found out that I do have corona. It's going to be fine. But it was really bad for a couple of days. Vomiting and shaking and hot and then cold. And the coughing, my chest would burn when I would cough. Let me tell you, that sh- is real. So, <laughs> so the clip begins with uh, Chris Jenner expressing right. concern, and with uh, Kim adding uh, that they were anxiously awaiting the results. And then, in self-recorded footage, what we have here, uh, she talks about that. How do you? How much do you think the producer said? Listen, we need one of you. If you could get this, <laughs> there's, there's straws here. You just draw, and then if someone could get it, it would be awesome. No, they went with it. Chloe because yeah. she has the most. She, oh my god, resilient. Yeah, yeah, she could fight it off. She had Ebola. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she ended the clip with some positive words. I can do this. Uh, saying we're all going to get through this. So she did indeed. Just out uh, of curiosity, what does she look like in the clip? Did anybody wa- actually I didn't watch see it? it? I wonder if no. she had like makeup yeah. on and. Right, or if she really was. Yeah. No, they 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 toned down the makeup a little bit, of like a lighter foundation. Uh, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh I, yeah, okay. It's a little rouge. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, she had makeup on. Was it her she who said she was like, man, I I got real low, and you know, one time I even put a bullet in my mouth, and the other guy spit it out. Wasn't that her, or was that the Incredible? <laughs> that was the Incredible. Okay. Yeah, that was a different one. Brad Pitt is single again, according to Page Six. After just two months of dating. Pitt and his girlfriend, model Nicole uh, Pataralski, have is, called it quits. Is the German model? Uh, I, you know what? I don't know. Yeah, yep. She's uh, Germany. Yep. Right. Uh, however, a source says the relationship was never all that serious as it was cracked up to be and that the two actually split a while back. Huh. This news comes after photos of uh, Pataralski <laughs> and her husband, Roland Mary, were leaving a restaurant in Germany. Leave it to the husband to get in the way of a relationship. I know. <laughs> it's, ain't it a bitch? Uh, You're not giving me enough time to be with my boyfriend. A refresher here. She is in an open relationship with her husband. Oh, okay. Which began the dramatic elements of their relationship. No word on Pitt about the end of the relationship. I think at any point that Brad Pitt enters into your relationship with your wife, it then formally becomes an open relationship. How? How, What are you going to say to your wife when she says, listen, I have a chance to bang Brad Pitt? Yeah, go for it. How handsome is this guy? Uh, I don't husband. know. Do you think he's Brad Pitt handsome? Well, dude, he's married to this model. It doesn't mean anything. No, I guess yeah. you're right, but still. He could be some sort of a frumpy German businessman. 
So, if you happen to catch the latest episode of The Bachelorette, you may have noticed the teaser, which appears to show Bachelorette Claire Crawley exiting the show, seemingly being replaced by the Bachelor contestant, and I don't know how to pronounce her name exactly because I don't watch the show, uh, Tashia Adams, I think is how you say right. her name, I'm sure. Is this the first African-American? Yeah. Uh, okay. Her, her name is spelled T-A-Y-S-H-I-A. But anyhow. Really good. Uh, but now. I yeah. love you. Yeah. <laughs> Joker, I love you. Joker, you're going. <laughs> the words get yeah. less discernible as it goes <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, now, Bachelorette host Chris Harrison is publicly acknowledging the incident, specifically the allegations by Crawley that she was forced off the show. We knew this was coming, though. We were talking about this months ago. But Harrison says Crawley had complete control of the season. It, it was about Claire and her decisions. It's her decision that you're going to see. Well, you saw, obviously, in Tuesday's episode, he says, uh, I really put it in her court. Uh, driving home what the hell that, is he talking about? Driving home that next week's episode, which will air on Thursday the 5th due to Election Day, will truly give viewers the answer to their questions. Okay, so I, I accidentally watched some of this on Tuesday night. <laughs> I love uh, it when that happens. Yeah, so I was watching, I watched uh, Jeopardy and then Wheel of Fortune, and then I got uh, caught up in my phone, and next thing I know, The Bachelorette is on. And so this drama started to unfold, and I'm like, oh, this is a little juicy. Right. All right. So apparently in the previous episode uh, on a group date, the guys had to play naked dodgeball together. Shut your mouth. No, I swear to God. What? And so one of the bachelors, he's better than everybody else, was so appalled at this, right? And he's got a daughter, so yeah. he's, he's got this crazy moral compass. Doesn't want it. Doesn't want Doesn't it. want her to see that. No. Okay, she see my penis. Yeah. <laughs> so he was yeah, my baby because see my pee-pee. So Steve, he wasn't even part of this group date. He had just heard about I it. I would not be a part of this. Uh-huh. So he sits I this... got morbles. He sits, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he sits the bachelorette down and berates her uh, about the, you know how this is beneath her. You're the oldest bachelorette uh, in history. You're and, so old. And yeah. You should know better and you should you know, this is so immature, and I am appalled. And so he started with that, and then he just kept going and going. Right. And then this chick, uh, whatever her name is, she's Claire. has. Uh, I best, I, I guess, she's never been talked to like this. So she had had enough, yeah. and so it just unfolded. But I thought the best part was after like the fight is over, they're walking away from each other in separate walkways, and he's still yelling at her like, you know, That's I'm so stupid. Ed. Yeah, but then the. The other bachelors, they see this, and Steve, it's it's like a whole bunch of like you know roosters. Like, Wait, what's going on here? And like, yeah, but that's Yo, you keep walking, bro. Yeah, yeah, you keep walking, bro. And I'm like, this is so, oh this God. is so dumb. They're all like posturing for her, yeah. and they're posturing for the camera. They're that's what they're for doing. The they're posturing for their music doing. careers, their yeah. acting careers. Yeah, but uh, essentially, they're, they're celebrity. At the end of all of that drama, it seemed like she had already made her mind up with who she liked. And it was this one guy who... Had, who she leaves with. Who yeah. she, apparently, that's... Yeah. Um, but we, we, we'd heard about this before. That's that's why we heard there was going to be this early season shift. Yeah. Because she fell in, pre-fell in love with one of the guys. And I was like, I can't believe I'm actually enjoying this. I know. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's dumb how fake it is, but some of it is compelling because of how dumb and how fake it is. So they weren't playing <laughs> naked dodgeball. They were playing shirtless dodgeball. Well, we were he, just seeing pictures. They were wearing shorts, but... He said it, it was naked dodgeball. 
right? Yeah. So maybe at some point... Sh- naked when you have no clothes? Strip dodgeball, like when you get hit with the ball, you got to take... Is a- that what that is? Maybe no, I'm just I, I don't guessing know. out loud. I don't know. I right, you got to take your... I didn't see the previous episode. You're I pressed the loons off. Pressing got it right. It's strip uh, Oh, strip dodgeball. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. That's actually you that's should live, funny. You should live tweet it next week, Casey. You should oh, watch yeah. it again and sit down. And, no, force Why are you yourself. making me do this? <laughs> because it'd be funny because you don't like it. But you can see this girl, whatever her name is. Claire. Like, Claire. As he's going on and on, she's like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> and, like, you you can see the steam coming out of her ears. And she's like, this, this Steve, effing guy. We're looking at this with no audio. And I'm hearing, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm hearing that voice <laughs> uh, looking at his face. You better than that. <laughs> I thought more highly of you. What? I thought more highly of you. Okay. If we have any <laughs> postulation of making a commitment. What? <laughs> you have marbles? Yeah, you got marbles, I thought. <laughs> I wanted a girl who was ethical. What? Ethical. Okay. Ethical. <laughs> Wait a second. Let me look. Yeah, uh, ethical. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got my Tyrannosaurus right here. That's a Thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the producer, shut up over there. <laughs> this right. is cold. Well, let me move on to something. We, we will follow the, the excerpts just so we can get that stuff. All right. Um, uh, this is sad news. Uh, Linza Cornette, who was Crown Miss America in 1993, passed away at the age of 49. Uh, the Miss America organization said in a statement, we're devastated by the sudden loss in our Miss America family and are deeply sorry for uh, her family and close friends for the loss. I saw this. What Did they mention what she died of? Yeah, yeah. So there's been no official release, but um, an NBC News affiliate based out of her hometown in Jacksonville, Florida, reported that she died after she was hospitalized for a head injury. Oh, man. But I don't know what happened. A Facebook group called uh, Linza's Circle of Love said she had sustained a serious head injury that required required emergency surgery a few days prior and was admitted into the intensive care unit. So that's sad news. She was um, Crown Miss Florida in 1992. She had starred as Ariel in the Voyage of the Little Mermaid stage show at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Walt Disney uh, World. After winning the title of Miss America, she appeared in several television series, including Saved by the Bell, The New Class, Grown Ups, The, the Tick, CSI Crime Scene Investigation, and Weeds. Uh, she had married... Former home and family host Mark Steins in 1995. So that's terrible news. It sucks. Like, yeah, I, I don't yes. know what kind of an accident she had or what what the you know extent of the head injury was. Uh, on to happier news. Um, Emma Roberts uh, said when asked if she was happy to be having a boy, she said, "Thank goodness." Uh, the reason why she said, "I've been trying not to buy a ton of stuff because I love shopping." All I can say is, thank goodness, I'm not having a girl because the clothing situation would just be insane. <laughs> She'd go nuts. So she's happy that they're going to have a boy, and she won't uh, be overdoing it with the uh, the closing. But trust me, new moms, she'll go crazy with the boy stuff. Regardless, anyway. yeah. yeah. I the mean, you look for an opportunity. You go, you go, all that stuff out there, and they have they have more tchotchkes and things for kids than they've ever had. Watching watching specifically women ooh and ah over baby clothes is hilarious to me <laughs> because they're cute. I mean, the clothes are cute. That's all there is to it. They're tiny. Oh, my goodness, look at these shoes. We don't have kids, nope. and my wife still goes nuts over sure. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. The boy options are still way low, though. Uh, yeah, they're not. Yeah, they, yeah. N- not nearly what the girls have, but yeah, she'll still dive into it. Uh, in a recent interview with Naomi Campbell, actress Cameron Diaz opens up after her announcement that she is no longer acting. 
Uh, she said she's open to the idea of acting again. I'm glad to see Naomi Campbell's conducting interviews because she seems like a people person. I don't know what her story is yeah. or where she was interviewing her or what platform <laughs> on, but apparently they had a sit-around. Uh, she's on LinkedIn, Preston. She has uh, a show. But Diaz said, um, I mean, I never say never to anything, first of all, but I feel really resolved. So I got to believe she'll at some point. At some that. point she will, but she seems legitimately happy. Like yeah. she's loving this. And if she takes a break, she can come back. I mean, she's got to have a uh, um, a nice nest egg socked away from oh, those. Yeah. She's been in a number, just the Shrek movies alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in a recent, oh no, I already did that. Uh, after the heartbreaking loss of her third child, what are you talking about? and nearly a month of social media silence, Chrissy Teigen posted an adorable video of her and her daughter Luna. Uh, they were cooking. They put it on her Instagram story. Remember, she had just recently made some statements about. Um, uh, the emotional trauma that she went through, obviously. Uh, but in the video, the two are making uh, pancakes and roasted vegetables. Pancakes and roasted vegetables? Sounds delish. Mom, can I have more broccoli <laughs> on my pancakes? What? Okay. Is, it, uh, is it like mushu pancakes? It might not be. Maybe. It just says pancakes and roast vegetables, so maybe it was something like that. I tell you what my son made the other day, which, and you guys know I'm not big. I, I love pumpkin pie, but I yes. don't go crazy over the pumpkin spice. Craze that started about five years ago or right. whatever. But my son Carter, we had some uh pumpkin pancake mix. Outstanding. Really? It yeah. was excellent. And Steve, I was eating them with no syrup, anything. That's it was the way they, I like didn't em. need any at all. They were sweet enough. It was like like naked. Yeah. It was like <laughs> <laughs> it, it it almost had well it didn't have quite the carrot cake flavor, but it almost had pumpkin pie flavor, but yeah, it was quite tasty. Pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. He's still here. Uh, yeah. Do you know how to use that door over there? You just had to push <laughs> no. harder. Uh, no. Yeah. Just give it a little. I was going to live here. Okay. You just push harder. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker got a... <laughs> got emotional on Wednesday. Uh, posting happy birthday wishes to her 18th son, 18-year-old son, James. Uh-huh. Her 18th son, James. <laughs> Man, she's got a tiny frame for that many kids. Uh, writing, my beloved son, James Wilkie. You were my 18th and my favorite. On this day, you are 18 years old. I marvel at the passing of those years, but equally the young man you are becoming. My love for you is an ache and an honor. Wow. Uh, as you leap toward and into your future, I remain your privileged and steadfast confidant and joyful witness to the year ahead. This is the son she had with Refrigerator Perry, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, I'd imagine it's uh, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. No, oh, Matthew, no, Matt, Matthew no. Broderick. Yeah. Uh, that would be cool, though. That would be cool, right? Matthew McConaughey's day off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all what right. What are you still doing here? Yeah. <laughs> you got to stop and smell the roses. <laughs> uh, so, looks like the talk host Sharon Osbourne is another victim of credit card theft. What? The star announced that someone rang up charges and maxed out Ozzy's card and my card. <laughs> detailing the incident more by saying, it's my Kelly's birthday today. Uh-huh. I went out last night to pick up her gift. I gave my credit card, and they come back and say, do you have another card? Yours is maxed out. Uh, the story came after the ladies of the talk were discussing the recent burglarizing of Conan O'Brien's late-night set. Um, so I guess it happens to the celebs, too. Yeah, that was scammed. wild, the yeah. Conan thing, because they, they, what they did is they decided to produce the show in one of these theaters that's on Hard Times. Yeah. So they, they did to the... And <laughs> he's broke in and... Wow. <laughs> and, yeah, stole a whole bunch of stuff. Yep. 
Uh, writing the success of the recent reality show, The Masked Singer, a spinoff is scheduled to air uh, with host Chris Robinson uh, called The Masked... Craig Robinson. It says Chris Robinson here. Yeah, but so. top, at the top it says Craig Robinson. Oh, That's okay. weird. Yeah. I was wondering. I'm like, the dude from the Black Crows? Yeah. <laughs> but Craig Robinson we love. He's that great. That makes sense. All right, so it's called The Masked Dancer. Oh! Now we're dancing now with that's going to be great dancing with a huge <laughs> piece of fruit on your head. Celebrities in disguise will show off their best moves, complete with elaborate costumes and celebrity judges. They're going to get killed. But if they're wearing masks like well, the ones I, that they're wearing on The Masked Singer. I bet it's not going to be like that. It'll be some sort of, uh, you know, like little thing that goes on the face, although you... Yeah, like still, what are you going to do? Yeah, gonna they, be... might do, they might do some... Steve showed me his uh, mask that he's got for Halloween. Yeah. They might do, you know, stuff composite like yeah. stuff like that yeah. and make it close to the face. <laughs> here, they're, here they're tangling now. <laughs> um, uh, that could possibly be good. You know, you know. it won't. No, uh, but they like they're like uh, the mass Singer last night, big reveal. Preston, do you have that there? I, You know, I saw it and I skipped it. Who was it? Wendy Williams. Shut no. up! Really? Yeah, she wasn't the. She was one of them on the way to the. You know, the the winner. But yeah, she they was, eliminated. She somebody, was lips. Right? Apparently, I love when they do okay. the recap. Uh, you know, Fettuccine sang this song. <laughs> Doorknob sang this. I can't believe that Wendy Williams would spend her time doing that. She's such a diva. Yeah, but you, you know, know what I mean? that could lead. You know, if you if you're saying okay, maybe that led to her being so tired on her show. Where she had that incident where mm. she was incoherent. Yeah, you know, makes sense. Like the uh, normal professional that she always is. Mm. Uh, let's see, just two more quick stories in a not-so-surprising announcement to uh, the, what? The long-aired reality show Big Brother? <laughs> Let me take a look I think it's supposed to be it. long, long-aired reality show Big Brother. Let me take a look at that. Uh, here, see it? Uh, Borg Bribe. Borg Bribe. Borg Bribe, yes. So, no, Big Brother has Big been, been renewed for a 23rd season. Uh, with host uh, Julie Chen Moonves slated to return. That show is, it's so formulaic, it, I, I can't take it. I stopped watching it after like the second season. I, I'm like, okay, done it, seen it, It's I'm done with it, you know. Everybody breaks off into their sort of pre pre determined character roles. There's the upstart, there's the racist, there's the whatever. Yeah. And everyone's got their thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it all plays out the same way. Yeah, there's the innocent, the the troublemaker. Yeah, Yeah, all kinds of stuff. So two decades after its premiere, the show continues to be... seems so fake. ...one of uh, television's top-rated summer series. Wow. I'm Uh, I'm amazed she sticks with Moonves is her last name. Yeah, because he cheated on her big time. Yeah, well, yeah, big scandal. All right, and then uh, one last story. Reese Witherspoon might have some political ambitions. The morning show actress uh, spoke about possibly running for political office one day on Monday's episode of the Smart Less podcast after co-host Jason Bateman told the Oscar winner, I think you'd get a lot of of the vote. Uh, After co-host Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes told Witherspoon she could become a senator, the actress said that the role in government is not entirely off the table. She said, I would never, I wouldn't say never because I don't know where I'm going to be when I'm like, you know, 65 or so. But she said, I think we do need better representation and balance. Uh, the mother of three explained, she said, women are 50% of the population, but we're not 50% of the representation in government, which is bizarre, particularly when they're educating over our bodies. So she's not coming out and saying, I'm going to run for office. They asked her if she ever would, and she said, well, I can't say no. Who knows where, I'm, you know, someday I might want to do that. Uh, she wanted to say that women have different relationships to power, citing her production company, Hello Sunshine, which employs women in the majority as an example. So you never know. 
We're ready for clips. Aaron Sorkin, mostly known as a screenwriter, is now making a name for himself directing, and the trial of the Chicago 7 further illustrates that. In this clip, star Frank Langella talks about his initial interactions with the rest of the cast. The original plan I made with Aaron was that I would never speak to the rest of the cast. But on the very first day, instead of being on camera, I was off the entire day. And by the time the day was over, I was in love with every one of these guys. So I really became friends with every one of them. You sound insane. Uh, the Trial of the Chicago 7 is available to watch on Netflix. Who's he playing? The judge. Know. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. As in, here come to judge? Here yeah. come to judge. Here's the next clip. Uh, the success of Walking Dead sparked yet again another spinoff to the hit TV series. And this time, The Walking Dead World Beyond. In this clip, star Julia Ormond explains why she thinks fans keep coming back for more Walking Dead content. There's something about the fact that it's epic and intimate. I think really good story is often about the fate of someone's soul. When you have a turning point in a character, you have story is told structurally in terms of this often that moment where a character is isolated. The most interesting times with character is their flaws. You have that in abundance in every episode of Walking Dead. Oh, shut up, woman. <laughs> uh, new episode of The Walking Dead World Beyond premieres Sunday night. Are you watching it? see. No. I, uh, oh, I thought you were talking to me. Yeah, no, I'm like two episodes in. It's. I thought it was going to be something different. But, right. uh, you know, so the first episode was, oh, okay, here we go. This is something different. And then they took these people and they put them outside of this these safe confines. And I'm like, oh, it's just the same thing with different characters all right but they're all gonna sort of like weave together and so in i'm a big I'm, dance number yeah I'm kind of <laughs> like, it'll be like the end of slumdog millionaire let me know when that happens because yeah, i'm yeah. in let me ask you a question what yeah. perspective would you like to see in that series that hasn't been shown yet i mean have they shown i want the flashpoint like yeah i would like to see that yeah or, or the the government's uh perspective as things are falling apart right and what they're trying to do to contain it you know like, i'd I mean? like to see another country maybe Okay. I mean, they they, yeah. they they went into Mexico a little bit in Fear the Walking Grenada. Dead. Yeah. No, but I'd like to see maybe Europe, you yeah. know? So so they've never shown the Flashpoint. I remember I, I watched the original Walking Dead series, and, you know, he wakes up, right. and, and it's happened. And then Fear the Walking Dead, they take a very... So they, they start with a very sort of systematic, oh, people are still walking around, and there's a crazy guy in the backyard over there, mm-hmm. and you're getting that. I would like to see where to... Re- like, How it like, like Like, um... The stand, where it originated, yeah. you know. So they, they still, they've never explained exactly. No. Was it, they, was it, was it a government well, experiment gone wrong? Was it a virus? Was it, you know. Well, they did make it to the CDC in in, um, in Walking in Dead. Dead. And then at, the, at when they were at the CDC, they discovered that everybody has it. You right. don't just have to be bitten by a zombie in order to right. become a zombie when you when die. When you die, you become a zombie. When right. you die, you right. become a zombie. So at some point, that happened to the entire at least as as far as we know right. the entire population of the americas or at least north america right. south america central america um because i'm wondering if it was something extraterrestrial right or, you know, you know, kicked it off yeah was it was it like those uh those uh seeds that we were being sent from china but no. you're right press in in walking dead rick grimes gets shot he's in the hospital and and at some point while he's yeah, uh, out, out yep. cold. It happens, but in Fear the Walking Dead, you do see it unfold in okay. real time. Well, tell us what happened. We want to know about. Ah, it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Right. 
Uh, <laughs> see? How Even the idiot how agrees. How happen? Yeah. All right. Uh, that's what I have for you in the entertainment report. We're going to have Adam Ferrara on the show yes. this morning. Adam's coming to town tomorrow night. He's doing a show at uh, Soul Joel's Comedy Club. Uh, it's an outdoor venue in Rofo. Um, and also, we're gonna we're gonna fire this up. We had, we had talked about uh, we've done this in the past, and we yeah. we kind of took a rest from it for a while. But confessions of a dot dot dot, and then we pick a profession, and you call in, and you tell us the stories behind your job. Interesting, strange, weird things that have happened, secrets that people don't know about it, things that people should know about your industry and maybe yes. don't. Today we have chosen massage therapists. We got started on this conver- with a conversation about happy endings, <laughs> right? And how legitimate people at even medicals and spas locations may get asked for a happy ending from time to time, right? So, anyhow, we're going to ask for your calls a little bit later on if you work in that industry, maybe about an hour or so from now. So, we will explore that. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us on this rainy Thursday morning. Acme Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. More this year than most. We really need your help to make Camp Out a success. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme during October and November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes right to fill abundance to purchase food that's a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp Out for Hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. So we're going to take another run at a game we came up with. Uh, We played it a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was last week. But anyhow, uh, it is the battle of the self-proclaimed experts. Yes. And we took it out for a spin for the first time by having two people that claim to be experts in the world of the Rocky franchise. We had two great competitors. They were well represented, obviously. Their knowledge was extensive. So we're going to move on to a new category, and we're going to look for people who feel that they have an expertise in this category. And you can go to PrestonAndSteve.com, and you can sign up to be one of our contestants. We'll try to execute this next week. And we wanted to choose something once again that we're passionate about. And if we keep doing this, it'll, it'll go all over the place. There, there are many different categories that we can throw out there. This time around, we are doing the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Whoa! Whoa. MCU. We're so, going hardcore now. Yes. So if you, and, and obviously we have spoken about this realm on many occasions. And this goes across, there are obviously men, women, children, older, younger, massive, yes. massive fans of this incredible series. So I don't know what prize we'll have yet, but we'll get something good together. I we'll think have the- uh, Crash Bandicoot. Okay, uh, part four. <laughs> yeah. No, but this is uh, mainly for bragging rights. So yes. if you deem yourself to be an expert, not the comics, but the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that includes all the movies in that realm... And I think we'll just stay with the movies. How about just that? The, because we would be the TV shows? We get killed. It's too much. Just the movies, and there's more than enough within the movies. Yes. So, if you think you know a thing or two, then go to PrestonSteve.com. Get signed up. We will go through the entries and we'll find two that speak to us. That's just the selection process we're going to use. And sell yourself yeah. to us, and also be aware 
These you're going to be. I mean, this is a real competition. You can't just have a passing knowledge right. or be a minor fan. You've got to be up on your game. Yeah, like you feel like you're an expert yes. that you can take on anybody. So yes. that's the, those are the people we're looking for. And I haven't told them yet, but I think we need to enlist the comic book gurus. That's the one source we can rely on. Come up with our questions. Yeah. Craig Legons, Rockstar Rob and company to <laughs> help us out with this. That so. way, if there's any errors in the questions, it's their fault. It's we can put all it on them. their yeah. fault. But listen, they, 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 they won't have any errors. No. They're, they're, they're savants when it comes to that stuff. So, yes, incredible. And, and uh, check out their podcast if you're a fan. Going to make one quick Marvel side note. I watched yeah. the uh, studio reaction the other day of Cap getting the hammer and uh, and and everybody coming back. As spoiler alert, and uh, I <laughs> I so miss being in the theater <sighs> to have experiences like that. And Man. the Marvel experience in the theater for stuff like that yep. was the best I think movie theater experience I've ever had in my life. It yeah. just it was it's so I know Kathy you hate or, or bristle when we say things like this, but it was emotional. Like, I got I got teary-eyed just watching the people get that excited again. I love, yeah, sometimes just watching the shots of the audience react is, is, is part of the deal. I'll say this, um, you know, we will get back to that at, at, at some point, but I agree. And Preston, you said for us at a certain point, you know, every year having these movies roll out and looking forward to them, especially at our screenings, was a great thing because we knew everyone was of a like mind yeah. uh, to be there and, and take it. But for us, it was the incredible rock concerts of yeah. years gone by. It was that same vibe like, oh, my God, we're going. It's yeah. going to be great. Exactly. When when Cap does get the hammer, Thor goes, I knew it, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just the best. Because you remember in Ultron, he gets it to budge yeah, a little he bit. Moves yeah, it a little bit. Yeah, so that's uh, that's awesome. So we're looking for you, MCU experts, Marvel Cinematic Universe experts. Sign up now at PrestonSteve.com. We'll execute that next week, and we will we will crown our champion. Yes. All right, and then we'll move on to some It's going to get bloody, Raj. Uh, it is. Yeah. So get ready for that. Uh, I have a few things in the drawer, in the oh. junk drawer. Uh, that I need to clean out. So I'm going to dig in here. Find oh, yeah. a few stories, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to start with this, and it has to do with shopping. So we're Ooh, kicking off Kathy. with one. We did all this uh, oh, yeah. Marvel Universe stuff, so we figured I'd do something for Kathy. You might not be seeing those Bed Bath & Beyond coupons as much anymore with the retailer planning to scale them back in an effort to increase profits and be more competitive on pricing with its competitors. Except All right. I got one in the mail yesterday. Did so, you? So they're still out there. They're eliminating stores, right? Yeah, they're, they're closing, closing stores. a lot of stores. And are they also converting the layouts of, of the remaining Bed, no, Bath & so Beyond? They, they already converted them. Okay. Um, and some of those are, are some of the stores that are closing. So right. I think whatever their uh, their idea was didn't quite work. Uh, the chief merchandising office, uh, Joe Hartzig, or Hartzig, said in a virtual meeting with investors yesterday, today we have an over-reliance on the coupon. Uh, the retailer said it studied 405 million shoppers, baskets, and 285,000 items and found that uh, 40% of its promotions were ineffective and unnecessary. All right. Well, most people relying on uh, phone apps and things of that nature. It says the move comes to Bed Bath Beyond has seen a boost in sales this year amid the pandemic as people have been buying things uh, from for their homes as well as cleaning supplies. However, 
uh, an analyst of the global data retail, warned about the move, saying uh, many Bad Bath, Bed Bath & Beyond customers love coupons, uh-huh. so scaling them back may have an impact on shopper numbers and sales. Well, that's the problem. There are a few stores out there, and Bed Bath & Beyond is one of them, where you would never walk in. Most shoppers won't walk in without that 20% off coupon because they made it so available to everyone. Right. They never expired. So yeah. you could take in one. I mean, I I think I have one in my car. Actually, I'm going to go through the coupons that I have in my glove compartment when I get out oh there God. today. I think there's probably one in there from like 2009. Wow. Kathy, I bet you that the coupons really didn't. I mean, so every time I've gone to Bed Bath & Beyond, they'll ask me if I have a coupon and, and, and the cashier will just take oh, uh, yeah. and just swipe on. Yeah, they'll pull one out so, for so you. So for me, it seems more of an advertising thing more than the importance of the coupon. Like, the coupon. hey, Bed Bath & Beyond is still here. Well, so and you're getting that in the mail because I don't think I've... I 99% of the time, my wife always has the coupons. I never you do, so, and I still get the coupon price. So they, I don't think they do that anymore, at least not at the Bed Bath & Beyond that I was recently at. They would not scan. They didn't have one behind the counter, or they wouldn't scan it. However, they did say, if you come back with your coupon, we can price adjust your receipt. So... They're still trying. I guess they're trying to get you back in, but it's it's just a store. The gap is the same way. Like no one shops there without a coupon. There's always something I have a out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a coupon with me. Does that go to you if you use your own coupon as opposed to the one they have at the store there for you? Is there a rewards program that that gets uh, funneled into? Because, Probably does. Like when you go to the grocery store and and you go to one you normally don't go to, and they say, "Do you have a rewards card?" And you're like, "No," and they they pull out their own card and swipe it. Swipe it. You they... get the discount, but you don't get like the reward yeah, no. points that come along with it. So. I- I don't believe Bed Bath & Beyond okay. or Gap, um, places like that. Do I just mean, no, if they had a coupon behind the counter, I, then yes, I would use that. I wouldn't care. But it's just, I'm just saying, it's those are places where you, you don't, you're not going to tend to pay full price. And they've set that standard by making these coupons readily accessible to everyone and never having them expire and, you know, never going away. So no <laughs> one's going to go shop there without, they know that they're going to get 20% off no matter what they buy there. Right. Okay. Well, anyhow, they're going to, they're going to scale back. On the coupons, which, which they should if they're trying, you know. No, no. I don't know. Yeah. All right, let me let me dive in here. The junk drawer. Um, really sell it. Ow. Okay, I got it. All right, here's a story about shopping. Uh, let's go. Another shopping that. story. Great. Amazing. Oh, my God. This no. is totally tailored to no? Kathy. Uh-huh. No, no, it is about oh. shopping. But this is the greatest day of my life. There's a California grocery store that's selling bouquets. <laughs> That they call bundles of organic leaves for fifteen dollars. They just went out and raked, and they're no. selling these things oh, for no. fifteen oh God, bucks. Bundles of organic leaves. Yeah, San Francisco's Byright is hawking the paper wrapped bundles of organic leaves. Aren't all leaves organic? For $15? Yeah, I hate those artificial ones that fall from the trees. Uh, noting they oh, are, man. however, they note they are pesticide free. Yeah, right. and sourced from maple trees at the Organic McGinnis Ranch in Watsonville. I don't give a rat's ass. Uh, Sandy McGinnis Garcia told Fox News, I "They don't <laughs> give a. F- they are three to five, three to five foot tall branches, branches with beautiful leaves." Oh, so to, it's more of like I a, have to get on a ladder, put it in a cooler of water, and drive 99 miles to the city. It's not like I'm snapping off branches from the side of the road, although you could. Right. Okay. So it's not it's not the actual leaves. Like I was thinking, like you said, they just raked up leaves. This is it's what it sounded part like of a in the story. Basically, yeah, right. it's more of a centerpiece. Okay. Kath, it's a crack of crap, is what it is. <laughs> you know, my my friend is a uh, florist in uh, L.A. Yeah, yeah, you said that. And I never really thought too much about, you know, floral arrangements and all that stuff. And then 
he started posting these pictures on on Instagram, and I was like, oh, oh, this is like an actual art form. Like this, <laughs> yes. like when he posts, I'm like, you know, so me as a guy, I'm like, these are just flowers, you know. What I'm going to drink a very much more. So I saw him posting <laughs> oh, <what>? things. <laughs> Look it up, uh, Pedal Workshop, by the way. Show her some stuff. Uh, so I decided to go to, uh, like, my produce junction or whatever. I'm just going to do my own thing, and I did it for, like, my wife's birthday. That's so good. No, it was terrible. Anytime we get, like, like yeah. if I do pick up a bouquet at the grocery store and I bring it home, and then you have to put it in a vase, you got to trim things up because they don't fit. They look stupid. They're too tall for the vase and everything. And when I try to arrange, Re- arrange it nicely... It, yeah. I see what she does on her own. I'm like, I, I can't do that. Yeah, see, that's what I love doing. I will go to places like Produce Junction and, uh-huh. and make my okay. own because I enjoy it. But, yeah, I mean, right. you look at some of these things that people are doing and yeah, you, know, you kind of get inspiration from it. You yeah. have to have, like, a little bit of a botany knowledge. You have to understand what, what flowers are available in which seasons. And then there's the art of the actual arrangement. It's, it's right. an impressive skill. And then the art of marking it up. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Kathy, can I ask you a quick question about uh, from the female perspective? Because my friend Joe gave another friend, his, his wife, um, grocery store flowers as a as a present. And I thought that that was a nice thing to do. But she gave him a whole bunch of guff <gasps> because they were grocery well, store flowers. Were, were they dyed flowers? If they were like a blue dyed flower, well, I, I would thing. It was beat him the, over the head with it. That's, yeah, that's what she said. I'm going to beat him over the head with the flowers. And I thought Joe was just being nice. <laughs> what was it for? Was it for a special anniversary? Here, that's it, Casey. It was an anniversary thing. and But it wasn't the only Well, which present. anniversary is the grocery store anniversary? <laughs> right? It was, their, it was their third or fourth wedding anniversary. <laughs> and it wasn't the only present that he gave her. But uh, she, she gave he him a hard a dress time. from CBS, right? <laughs> yeah. The, well, the got problem a, is. A Bruval t-shirt from CBS. <laughs> He probably gave, he probably gave it to her, still wrapped in the thing that said whatever grocery store it was from. He, he should have put it in a vase. He gave it to her, thinking he was going to get credit for giving flowers, right? And uh, and and in, in return, she gave him crap because they were grocery store flowers. Is this all that he gave no, her? No, no, no. I can break it down for you. Do you want it broken down? Here's yeah. the, here's the rule. You're going out to pick up some milk. Oh, I grabbed you some flowers. It's your anniversary, florist. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, nice, well, yeah, nice. it depends on the wife because my wife goes, you know, you could have got these at Acme for for yeah. ten yeah, bucks. You, right. you, you spent eighty dollars on this on this bouquet of of roses, right. and you can get them at Produce Junction for seven ninety nine. Well, well, this guy ain't married they... to your wife. Apparently, <laughs> so. It depends on what they look like. That's why I said, like a lot of grocery store flowers, they'll die and they make them look not natural anymore. To me, that's cheesy. But if you can find a nice bouquet, who cares where they're from? Yeah, but you can use the bouquet to shoplift. Yeah. You just yeah. Put... Yeah, you put your you put your beef inside. There. Some cheese in here. Is there rolled up liverwurst in here? Yeah. Uh, uh, I got my wife. So our anniversary was just a couple of weeks ago, and and I bought her a card, and I think she appreciated the the gesture because the anniversary cards were like seven bucks. Oh, you hate buying cards. Well, I don't. It's the biggest scam in the world. I, in that I, I hate it. Seven dollars for it's for a paragraph right. of Case, words that I didn't write. You. So I grabbed. I look at the price of the card before I before I read it. No doubt. So for a dollar, I bought a different card that had pumpkin spice latte on it. So you and got I a gave that to card. Her. Yes, they're hard to find. I now. know. And so I wrote. I go. I love you so much that I only spent a dollar on this oh, card. Oh, you should have told nice. us. Yeah. I love no, you. I bought it. I bought a, a, an expensive card the other day. I found it online. They have these pop up cards. Yeah. That, and this was like a cherry blossom tree. Oh, super pretty. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, but that Thank thing. Thank you, Michelle. You, you made me a cherry blossom tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 
It was like $15. Look, it pops up. Yeah, it ain't cheap. And it went in the trash. No, after, it did like, not. She that keeps one's, them. That one's going to hang on for a while. Because okay. it looks pretty. Yeah, Case, I'm with you with the cards. They're, they're, oh, it's ridiculous listen, to pay go, seven, eight, nine, ten dollars sometimes. I know. I for checked a that. Greeting it, was, card. it was Rochelle's birthday, and so I bought cards for everybody, and it was like, you know, fifty dollars by the time I was done. Yeah, for card. For cards. Yeah, go to the dollar store. You can get your cards there. They have decent car decent enough cards. It, you know, I, I, you I used to be like that. No, 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 because I used to do stuff like that. Like I, I would give instead of doing that. I, I one time I gave a pack of um, congratulations to a graduating nurse. It was yeah, just, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. It was like thirty cards <laughs> were, were less expensive yeah. than one birthday card for the person I was giving it to. Right. Yeah. All right, hang on, and and we're gonna move on. We're doing the junk drawer, but I have Olivia who uh, does flower arrangements. Hi, Olivia. Good morning. Hi, Gadzooks guys. Gadzooks, you wanted to comment on grocery store flowers. Yes. So I've actually found it pretty successful sometimes. You know, some of the quality of the flowers actually are very nice. I mean, because I've worked with a lot of different flowers from different places. And I'm actually, if you, you you take care of them and you keep the water clean and cut the stems, you know, I've had them last for like two, three weeks at a time. And not so, dye them blue, right? Not dyed blue. They're natural. <laughs> well, so so for the most part, though, like I've, I've gone into supermarkets where they have um, like a little... Floral section, but yeah, actually have most like of them like, do. like like yeah. So it's, it's 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 and this stuff there is not bad. Do you agree with my delineation though, uh, Olivia? That if it's going to be something a little bit more impactful, you go to the actual florist and get something that's going to last a bit longer. If you're just in passing, you pick up a bouquet like that. That's totally fine. I think it all depends on the individual, but definitely take the wrapper off so nobody knows. Yes, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what though. If it's from Acme, they're a sponsor of the uh, uh-huh. of the Camp Out for Hunger. Show that symbol with pride. Yeah, because I've actually gotten beautiful hydrangeas at, I mean, ShopRite before, and they've lasted a while. I made my sister um, a, uh, what, what would you call it, a trial run bouquet for her wedding with those, and it lasted over a week. Okay. I've done flower arrangements for a friend's smaller budget wedding with flowers from Produce Junction, and it just depends on what you're trying to do with them. You can make them look really nice to make is them it, last. Is long. it acceptable to give grass clippings? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, that's that you, along with the leaves on a right. branch. Right here, I got the, I got this from the supermarket. grass. <laughs> look at this. I got some rocks. Wow. All right. Uh, well, thank you. Depends. Manzanata trees were really popular at one time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, thank true. you, Olivia. Appreciate so when it. you guys are giving a card to your spouses or girlfriend, in your case, Nick, do you also write a nice little note in there as well? Okay. I do. I write yeah. something that's impactful, like happy birthday. No, no. I, I write. Oh, uh, my God. I'll write something. Can that I means steal something. that? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I read a, a short note. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and if you're getting a dollar store card, you have to. If you're yeah. getting Take the time. a $10 card, no, you enjoy what I paid $10 Also, for. rule of thumb with that, Kathy, write it out, type it out or <laughs> on the computer, and then handwrite it oh. once, you, once you've corrected it and made sure that you... I hate that when I'm when I'm writing a nice and heartfelt you F note, it up. and I I'm like, oh my god, Every oh, time I'm like, I forgot now to put a sucks. W in there. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and where do you find you know pink <laughs> pink whiteout? My handwriting is already terrible enough. Yes. But I'm like, oh god, come yeah. on! It looks like a like a pharmacist wrote a prescription. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't even spell birthday correctly. Right. That's yeah. true. We know that. Birthday. 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 All right. Uh, back to the junk drawer. Come on. Uh, oh, yeah. So let me see what else I can find. Here. Awesome. 
Mike, email me. I want to know where you wholesale to. Oh, do you want me to go to the no, call? No, it's okay. Go, go, email me. We're in this. Kathy's realm now. There's a wholesale florist and can help point us in the right directions. It's Kathy at WMMR.com. Mike, if you could send an email to her. Thanks. All right, so Daylight Savings Time is this weekend. Uh, a new survey finds 63% of Americans polled want a fixed year yes. round time. Yes. Some people like Nick are really into that. I've been saying this for years. Yes. Well, why? I, I don't... Um, Consistency why? throughout the year. There's just listen. We don't need to get into the reasons why. It just it, it eventually it makes sense, and it's um it's a waste of time, a waste of energy, and it costs productivity in the workplace. People mess it messes with their sleep schedule. There's already enough stress going on in the world, and this is just one more thing. So it's a simple fix that could uh, alleviate a lot of real um, complicated problems. So when we switch, we fall back. Uh, it'll be dark now at about five. Mm-hmm. Oh my right? it, I feel like it's getting dark really early. It so, mm-hmm. and now we're going to move yeah. the clocks again. So, we do this Saturday night. It's Halloween yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. two a.m. Okay, uh, this was great. You get an extra hour to trick or treat from yeah. one to two a.m. Right. In like my partying days in college, you know, when you can get an extra hour of sleep yeah. or an right. extra hour of partying or whatever. But now it doesn't affect me whatsoever. The big argument is it's all based on the agrarian society yeah. that we used to be. Right. Um, and or, you know, I mean, there's still obviously there are farmers and so on, but it was it was much more prevalent and, and people had to make their living doing that right. and, and made it easier. Um, and you to close up the blacksmith earlier. It's not as necessary any longer. So but 63 percent. I think the argument is, Nick, yeah, just consistency. It just makes it easier. I mean, I don't find it that intrusive. It's just two times a year. You, you, you're yeah. reminded regularly on how to do it, but uh, you know, I don't Wait, know. Nor do I. I mean, there are bigger yeah. fish to fry. Right. But the weird thing for me is always that the, the, there are inconsistencies in time zone time zones themselves. Sometimes England is five hours ahead. Sometimes England is like six hours ahead. Arizona doesn't change. Uh, right. I don't think Hawaii changes. So there are these weird patterns around the world, including here in the U.S., where. Is sometimes it's it's one time zone and another time it's another time zone. Nick, that to me makes no sense. They actually base it on which areas have the McRib. So oh, that's uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Not many. That's yeah. why you don't see it most of the Right, places. right. Uh, the good doctor wants to speak to us. Oh, yeah. He does want to go to him. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a thing or two to say about sleep disruption. I got a bone to pick with him. Uh, okay. Well, uh, from Fox 29 and Penn Medicine, Dr. Mike Sarigliano. Hey! Good morning, Dr. Mike. Hello there. Hello. Hello. There's no good reason, like Nick said. There's absolutely medical reasons why we should not do this. If you change your circadian rhythms, it really has been shown not only to increase the risk of accidents, car accidents, workplace accidents, but also uh, medical issues because uh, sleep-wake cycles really can play with uh, risk of heart attack and uh, blood pressure. It's just a bad idea. Not good. I don't know why we do it. I don't know. Uh, uh, Kathy, are you working on the farm today? (laughs) (laughs) She loves the farm. She's raising chickens. You know that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it just that hour switch, and I've seen studies that say it it really does wreak havoc. Correct. I believe it. It does, not only from a performance point of view uh, at work and at home, but uh, the risk of injury goes up. Yeah, he's not right. Just... He's right about that. He's absolutely really? right about that. It's in this study. Yeah. Huh. Um, and 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 the issue here is why why do we do that especially with all that's going on right now maybe it's time to to uh, put that one away from right. from you know 1882 so what's the know? argument for keeping it mike i have no idea i i don't know there's a lot of mysteries in the world right now and that's one of them well, to, I, to... I, 
I just don't get it. I, I, I don't think it benefits. I mean, the idea was to uh, for for productivity. Right. To allow more time to get that done. As Preston said, we were more agrarian based. This was a, a more important issue, but that has since gone away. Hey, to, to throw some numbers out to back up what Mike is saying, researchers say there's an 18 percent increase in adverse medical events due to human error error in the week after switching to daylight savings time in the spring. Uh, so that's, you know, later on in the year. But uh, when when we do switch it, it, it kind of throws everybody so, off. So let, let me ask you, Mike, uh, is, is there is, is it the same effect whether we gain an hour or lose an hour? It's still throwing us off? Well, uh, it, it, certainly the uh, lack of an hour, the, the loss of an hour is, is yep. uh, really bad. Yeah. Uh, but but any time you mess with with your circadian rhythms, the rhythm of uh, waking and going to sleep. It's a problem. And I want to throw this in there. Uh, the, 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 the country is sleep deprived on a good day. I mean, we as Americans mm. don't get enough sleep. Uh, it, look, Steve, you and I know we yep. don't get enough sleep. We're just talking about it. Yeah, I yeah. don't. So, so the, 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 this just adds fuel to the fire. It's a bad idea. It needs to go away. And uh, with all of the stuff going on why why are we still doing this all right uh mike casey's got a bone to pick with you he says yeah i sent you a text the other day to ask you a question you didn't answer it uh is it true that um the the age to get your uh, colonoscopy is moved up from 50 to 45 saw that the other day Right. Well, that comes from the United States Preventive uh, Services Task Force, uh, uh, and and they feel that that should be the case. And and in fact, I agree with that because the numbers are going up for colon cancer in young people, and so the younger uh, age is is based on that that data. Uh, we don't know exactly why that's happening. Uh, it might be environmental, uh, but. Uh, I certainly think it's a travesty to, for someone to not be diagnosed with early stage colon cancer if they have it, because it can save their life. And and look, just two weeks ago, I had my colonoscopy. I love that propofol. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm due man, for one. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm due for one. And, and, and that the propofol is a big, uh, big plus. Listen, it's not onerous. You do Miralax with Gatorade, uh, and and yes, you you do poop a lot uh, you know, for twenty four awesome. hours before that. But it's not onerous, and it can save your life. I had a small mm-hmm. polyp; they took it out, and yes. I'm going to have another one in five years. That's what you do. But you need to do it and talk with your healthcare provider about the new data. Now, well, I'm forty five now, Doctor Mike. Well. You know what? I always spread those cheeks. Your, yeah, <laughs> yep. I, I got your butt, Casey. Yeah, you know I mean? but right. uh, he uses and, his thumb. <laughs> well, I do not. <laughs> How dare here. you? Get out of here! Uh, if anything, you know what? I use more KY than four out of five doctors. That's so right. <laughs> you don't want to mess with Doctor Mike right now. You know they call him Deadshot around. The, yeah. <laughs> he is my shooting buddy. Nailed Casey, it. Call me. Call me. Le- you know I don't bring my phone in with COVID patients. Yeah. So oh, I. Right. But but just call me, uh, you know, text me, and because I got that we have other things to do with you. Yeah. I got you. Bro. And, I got uh, hey, he's looking alive. great, by the way. He's lost a lot of weight. He's 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 Mister. He's getting on a on a healthy track. You'd be proud of him. Yep. Well, that's because of my Rico Suave. <laughs> that's right, Rico <laughs> Suave. <laughs> on his wife's 
spending his money with, uh, you know, named Rico Suave. So yeah. He's got to yeah. stay alive. All right. Thank, and by the way, I think I'm coming down with something, Dr. Mike. I'll talk to you later, oh, okay? great. What? All right. We'll see you later. Dr. Mike. Yay! Love yeah, Dr. Mike. I gotta, uh, love you, man. Yeah, I got, got this nasal uh, soreness. It's leading back into my throat, and it just started bothering me overnight. Have you tried so. powder? Mm, I haven't tried <laughs> my that. My name is Mavis from Cincinnati. Could do some lines of uh, that. Coke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so I think it's all we have time oh, for. Oh, man. Yeah. Or do I have time for one more? Yeah, I do one more. That one's too long. Um. Okay. This one's that one. This thick. one's just right. Yeah, that one's too thick. Casey's looking at the story. This one's too veiny. That one's too that's, veiny. Uh, Ooh, that one looks really good. Um. Yeah, but that's kind of oh, yeah. that's going to lead to some other things. Okay. Oh yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yep. I got one. Last thing from the junk drawer. Uh, the world's longest legs <laughs> belong to a 17-year-old girl from Texas. I saw this girl. It. It is. Uh, she's obviously a statuesque young lady. Is she but like they uh, say the, legs for miles? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Is she like the Charlie Day monster from uh, Monsters Incorporated? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's these legs. He's <laughs> great. Uh, Guinness World Records has certified that Marcy Curran of Cedar Park holds the title for world's longest legs female, legs. as well as has the longest legs on a teenager. Uh, Curran's. I didn't know they broke it down by uh, age group. Legs, really, really. Um, Curran's left leg is four, four feet, 5.25 inches tall, long. Wow. Almost as tall as Marissa. Yeah, it's getting Her one leg. Uh, her, while her right leg is four feet, 4.87 inches long. Uh, she stands six foot ten, by oh, the way. Wow. Oh, wow. So she's, uh, yeah, she's a tree topper, big time. Uh, and says that while she comes from a tall family, she is the tallest. 6'10". Wow. There's a Netflix movie about a chick who's really tall. You yeah, guys see? Okay. tall girl. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. And is she's it's a cute. documentary? No. No, oh, it's, a no, real, no, it's fiction. Yeah, almost it's like, like a, a Disney drama. movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a teen drama thing. And, and she's... Uh, How tall is she in the movie? She's over six foot, okay. and she's in high school. Yeah. And, and so she towers over everybody, and she gets, she gets picked on because of it, because... It, it does happen, especially if you're a girl and you're tall. It's kind of makes you a um, a bit of a target. But uh, yeah, her parents try to get her. So they have like these tree topper clubs of yes. tall people. Yeah, and her parents sign her up for that, unbeknownst to her, and she's like, "No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't get it. I don't like this." And uh, but it's it's a cute movie. Yeah. We had the great actress Julie Newmar on the sh- on the uh, show, and she you know uh, uh, she was Catwoman yeah. on the original Batman she series. Tall? She was she's six feet. Yeah. Oh wow. And uh, she said, you know, own it. Really, you know, w- wear heels, do the whole thing. And and she did that all her life. And look what happened to her. She's freaking Julie Newmar. Yeah. So my wife's uh, roommates were. Uh, or are tall, I should say. Her roommates from college and then after college, they were like five ten and maybe even like six foot, something like that. That's 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 yeah. model height. Yeah, yeah. it is. And, and, that, oh, and they're realm. both beautiful. Yeah. Um, but one was like, I can't date anybody under six feet tall. Like so, so you'd she, be out. Well, totally yeah. out. Well, that's what. Yeah. So so a lot of times, taller women like to date guys that are just as tall and it really cuts down the numbers on being able to find a potential it's true mate, yeah, if it's true that's, if that's a priority to you being uh uh shorter than your uh significant other my buddy from college Stu kukla uh he is probably six four something like that and his wife's off uh is tall as well and i remember going to their house after they got married and their bed 
it was like five feet off the ground. It was. <laughs> I felt like a, I felt like a child. <laughs> I love it. All right, that's all I have time for in the junk drawer. So we're going to wrap up that segment. But I'm going to reiterate as we're getting out of this that we're going back to the self-proclaimed experts contest next week. So we are soliciting for the category that we are going to find experts in, and that is the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So if you now listen, you really have to feel like you can take on anybody. This this is in the I, trivia realm. I think I know a lot. It's like I know a yeah. lot. Yeah, like yeah. I without question yeah. will be victorious. Yes. So that's the level of fanatic that we're looking for. Go to PrestonandSteve.com. Send us information about you. Sell it to us, okay? Because we're going to go through and we're going to read these and we're going to find the ones that we just that stand out to us. And uh, then we'll have you battle at some point next week, see who the Indeed expert is. So it's the battle of the self-proclaimed experts, the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're also going to do another thing, but this morning, uh, (laughs) Confessions of a Massage Therapist. We've done this before where we've uh, taken stories from uh, different professions uh, to tell us strange, weird things, secrets, um... Stuff that we should know that that drive people like yourself crazy in your your profession. Just things that we don't know. So if you're in that industry, get yourself ready because we're going to do it probably in about 20, 30 minutes or so. We'll come back in just a moment. Get to the B-File. Stay with us. Freshen up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. For all you Halloween heads, hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll get you right in the spirit. And work nicely if you're one of those, this is my costume kind of people. Plus, gift cards, t-shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything. The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. And more. All right, let's uh, see what we got today, story-wise, in the B-Pod. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre Final. All right, we'll begin with this uh, story and see what you think about it. A man who paid a $150 price for a, quote, full contact experience with a black leopard, says oh. that he had to undergo multiple surgeries after he was mauled by the fully grown animal in an enclosure behind a Florida home. Oh, they should have warned against that with a, your full contact panther experience. A picture shows Dwight Turner's heavily bandaged head and ear after the savage attack, which detectives from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission say happened behind a home. When I purchased the polar bear canoodling session, I didn't realize <laughs> I, didn't I could be injured. The man who lives there, identified as Michael Poggy, has a Facebook page saying that he runs an animal sanctuary for rare and endangered animals. Yeah. Investigators say Poggy Charged the 50-year-old Turner $150 for a full contact experience oh, man. with his black leopard to, quote, play with it, rub its belly, and take Stroke pictures. It. Massage it. <laughs> uh, once Turner walked inside the enclosure, the leopard attacked, like, right away. Sure. Of course, yeah. the leopard doesn't know the financial arrangement. Uh, the injuries were so severe, the report says the victim's scalp was, quote, hanging from oh, his head. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, that was worth every cent. And his right ear was torn in half. Oh, jeez. Authorities say Pogi was uh, charged with allowing full contact with an extremely dangerous animal and was cited for maintaining captive wildlife Body. in an unsafe condition. <laughs> 
There's a video, I think it might be from the first Jackass movie, where one of them, it yes. wasn't one, one of the local guys, it was somebody else, it might have been... Um, it might, I think it was either Pontius or, yeah. or Steve-O. Who dressed up as like a mouse. A mouse, yeah. And went in with a mountain lion. Yeah. Into the enclosure. Yeah. And the thing is, like, like throwing his claws out at him, and I'm like, dude, that's okay. You, that's... That's really stupid. They yep. do some stupid things, but I was like, that that's the one that I'm like, you guys were, you, you really could have died from that. Yeah. yeah. What you don't realize is how strong they are, yep. how sharp the claws are, mm-hmm. and that's how you end up with your scalp hanging off by a thread. So, um, a friend of mine has a picture of them with a jaguar. They were at some resort. It was either in Mexico or in the Caribbean. They are... In the pool at the resort, and the jag is sitting, and that was like something you could do. That's crazy. Go swimming? No, nope. I, I wouldn't pay for that. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Don't need that. No. All right. Uh, New York City firefighter has been moonlighting as a stuntman while also raking in a $136,000 a year disability pension. Firefighter John A. McGinty retired with the lucrative annual payout. Uh, citing leg, hip, and spinal injuries in 2016. Is he doing disabled stunts? No, after oh. 25 years with the FDNY, but it turns out McGinty works as a professional movie stuntman, according to his own LinkedIn page. Wow. McGinty, who also goes by the stage name John Max, says he is adept at fighting, driving stunts, uh, falls below 30 feet in small fires. McGinty's bio on IMDb lists 33 TV stunt film credits going back more than a decade, including appearances in Law & Order, The Americans, and 2004 as The Manchurian Candidate, which means he was moonlighting as a stuntman while still a firefighter, as well as after retirement. That seems like something someone who is injured would not be able to do. People who know McGinty blew the whistle on the stuntman and retired disability pensioners double life after seeing the Post's recent story that nearly all the firefighters who retired last year had annual pensions that topped $100,000, mostly on three quarter disability. McGinty is disabled, and, and this is according to a neighbor who uh, uh, lives nearby. He said, McGinty is disabled, and we watched him build a new porch on his house. Now, it gets more intense. So, another neighbor referred to McGinty as Johnny Stunts. The FDNY's practice of awarding three-quarter disability pensions has been a simmering issue over the years. The Post reported a decade ago that about a firefighter who obtained a disability pension for a respiratory illness and then went on to complete compete in triathlons. <sighs> McGinty's double life might have remained a secret, except that he sued his next-door neighbor in the Rockaways for defamation and claimed the name-calling in front of an actress friend, Julia Reifers, hurt his stuntman-slash-movie acting career. The plaintiff, here's what it said in the suit. The plaintiff is employed as a stuntman and actor with the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, this is in the suit against the neighbor, Brian Sullivan, also a retired firefighter. McGinty alleged in court documents that Sullivan called him, quote, a pedophile, a chicken hawk, and a sexual predator who harassed his wife. The two also sued each other over a dispute involving a fence Sullivan erected, uh, separating their properties under questioning. During the trial in the case, McGinty said, I'm a retired disabled firefighter. And in a sworn affidavit in the defamation case, Sullivan's wife claimed that McGinty was a serial harasser (laughs) who stalked her and called her a slut and white trash. God he also Try gra- to get along with your neighbors if you can. He also grabbed his crotch while leering at her from his truck, she claimed. Oh, uh, the Sullivans declined to comment, but this guy is, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's been busted. So. Well, also, you're, you're, you're in, in things that are seen by millions of people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Halloween has a sort of spooky scale that runs the gamut from the casual black cat full moon or harmless jack-o'-lantern to the extremes 
of things like disembodied corpses. Well, artist Stephen Novak finds himself comfortably at the horrifying end of the scale at his East Dallas neighbor and his East Dallas neighbors and the Dallas Police Department surely attest to that. He had said, I've always been up to the hijinks like uh, Flying Ghost or Seven Foot Tall Snow Sculptures of myself. So I was going to do Halloween. If I was going to do Halloween, it was obvious that it should be hyper real. Uh, Novak says, so no lights, no fog machine, or no camp. Something that would really freak people out walking by in the dark. So I whipped up some dummies and slung 20 gallons of blood all over. I showed these pictures to Steve this morning. It is fantastic. It's outrageous. (laughs) His home holds a horror show. In his yard, one dummy, and this is, is, you have to see this, lies with its head pulverized as a safe had fallen on the head (laughs) and splattered the blood all over the place. Oh, my God. It is so well done. I mean, and it goes right from the doorstep to the roof out to the street. Yeah. Uh, He also, one lies with a uh, scale where his or her head used to be, and a few more lie in bloody trash bags falling off a wheelbarrow. You guys looking at it? Yeah. The one with the the safe on the head is just hilarious. See, would you ever take it to this extreme? Um it's it's tempting. <laughs> I mean, you have neighborhood uh, kids coming. I, I, I still That's want, I want the kids, kids to enjoy yeah. it. And so I, I, I push the limits with the horror. But as long as I'm seeing kids up front smiling, then that's cool. <laughs> this would be a little away. too disturbing. Yeah. There's one with a, a chainsaw in yeah. its back and uh, lying on his face. So he said, all the while in the window of the house, a zombie horde attempts to break out while this is going on. He said, I'm most proud of the wheelbarrow tipped over by the street full of hefty bags looking like a failed attempt to dispose of the dismembered bodies in the middle of the night. He said, a kid walked by and asked me what happened to them, and I said there were too many Skittles. They had too many Skittles. It's funny because he said it was raining a lot and washing the blood away, so I had to water the bodies every morning. (laughs) For a while, the dismay of early dog walkers and joggers saying as they passed by, oh, just watering the bodies. (laughs) <laughs> so this guy did it to the nth level. It's it's pretty awesome, uh, and that's all we have time for. I have that's another great. I have another uh, Halloween display story, but we'll get to that in the next run of the B file. We're going to take a break. When we return, we're looking for those in the industry of massage therapy to tell us your stories. Yeah. We're doing confessions of a massage therapist. We've done this with other. Uh, Industry workers before different industries that uh, have secrets of the trade or things that have seen or horror stories or things that we should know. And I'm sure there's some stories out there. So we'll come back in a moment with that. Stay with us. And also Adam Farrar joining us later today. We'll be right back. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. If you're ready for love and ready to get engaged, visit Steven Singer Jewelers. He makes buying an engagement ring easy online at IHateStevenSinger.com. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we haven't done this in a while, but uh, we we're, for a bit we were asking for people in certain professions to call in and share the secrets of their trade or the horror stories or 
things that we should know about what you do. And uh, we've chosen some interesting ones in the past. And what kicked off this was a conversation the other day about uh, massage therapists. And <laughs> even if they work in a legitimate or medical or, or you know, uh, rehabilitation, whatever, I, we were joking that I'll bet they somebody asks them every now and then for a happy ending or at least jokes about it. Uh, or at least regularly. tries to pretend they're joking about it, right. but it's <laughs> actually asking about it. Yeah. yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you got some stories to share. And I have no idea if people will call in or not. We just throw it out there and see if it happens. Uh, but I would like to hear if there are any. I've been uh, seeing a chiropractor, so... Did you get a happy ending? No. <laughs> oh. Why not? No. Uh, yeah, seriously, why not? But almost almost every time... Let me adjust this. I get a massage while I'm there. And oh. I've forgotten how much I love getting a massage. It's just, um, it's excellent. You it, feel so much better. It, it is a quality of life yeah. issue. It is therapeutic. My wife has issues with her back, and she relies on them. It makes it makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. It, it, a lot of people consider it, oh, is that my pa- am I getting too pampery? Am I just, you know? Uh, no, it's, it's there is a medicinal benefit Almost to getting definitely. a massage. Most definitely. So I, I have a friend of mine that I went to college with, and he told me this story, and I don't know if I believe it, uh, but he got a massage, and at the end of the massage, the therapist said to him, if there's any part of your body that is not fully relaxed, why don't you just take my hand and put it there? Wow. Oh, oh no! Which was oh, no. an invitation for him to put her hand on, and he did, and she did. Hmm. And I'm like, mm, wait, 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 wait. does that not on his crotch? Yeah, stop it. That. What was the location? Where did he have it done? <laughs> oh, like Adam? Where was his crotch? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, seriously, like, was I he... don't know the exact location, but it was a. Like a place, not a like a, like, no, I don't know, because this chain, is like the but... 90s, so I don't remember okay. there being any change, but it was like a, like a nice spa, okay. not a, uh, like a. Wow. Were they playing the Soup Dragons on the, in the I think they were playing uh, I'm Free. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's thing, wild. Maybe. Interesting. I never had that happen. Nope. I had a friend who, it was a female, she was recommended to go to this place, or referred to go to this place uh, from someone else. They said, it's great, you're, you know, you're going to love it, it's a yeah. great, um, you know, a great massage you'll get, and she went, she got the massage, it was another female that was massaging her, and afterwards, like, stuff started to get weird, and she said she ended up in a shower with the girl with this, like, it no. wasn't it wasn't water, it was this, like, milky substance that was coming what? out, and she was like, I don't know what, like, she had oh, no yeah. idea what was going on. I mean, to hear her tell this story, like, she she said she just, like, ran out, she didn't wow. know what to do. Was, I, was the, so the, the quote-unquote therapist was in there with her? Yes. like Naked? Uh, she, no, she kept the, my friend ended up. I think she had like a robe or something. Okay. In it. I mean, yes, I think if she had she been into it, yes, they would have been completely naked. But she didn't like if because the woman like led her to the shower, so she was like, oh, okay, I didn't know this was like a place where I shower. And, yeah, yeah, and that's so, okay. weird. It, with, she with, said right. it like was a milk thing. So bizarre. She go, and I was like, wait, and she was very. She did go into detail, but she was kind of like, I don't know. Like, I think she was embarrassed that she had even let it get that far. Okay. And she was like, I don't know. I don't know why it happened. I don't I don't know what was going on. I had to get out of there. Wow. Uh, listen, if you do call in, keep in mind, we can keep you anonymous. And if you don't want to share any salacious stories, that's fine, too. Maybe there's some things that uh, that we as patrons should know is, you know, like, don't say this or don't do that, or we'd appreciate it if you do this or don't do that. Or you, you hate, yeah, exactly, when you hate yeah. when people do this. Yeah, 215-263-WMMR. So we're going to go to Veronica. Hi, Veronica. Good morning. 
Good morning. Hi, Veronica. Okay, so uh, what can you share uh, about your your profession that is uh, something we may not know? Or, you know what, let's start right off with the happy ending thing. Do, do people, uh, and how long have you been working in this industry first? Let me ask that. Um, I've been uh, almost 15 years now. You've been doing years. it for quite a while. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do yeah. you get do you get the happy ending thing as a joke or as a legit request from time to time? Uh, both. Um, I am just beyond over the jokes from day one. Over the jokes, it's it's not funny. Yeah. And to us, you know, and while we're working, it's like kind of scary because then you're like, is he joking? Right. Is he not? Mm. Do I end this? Do I get out of here? Right. You know, it's a very uncomfortable. Position. So percentage wise, how how many how many Guys, we're assuming it's guys mostly. Uh, it could be a woman who who asks for a happy ending. But uh, how many? What percentage of guys who pretend to be joking do you believe are not actually joking and just kind of feeling you out to see if you'd go for it? Um, you know, it, it is it is very low because the yeah. ones who who want it, you can tell the 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 creepers. They start insinuating. They start talking about I have a groin oh, yeah. injury. This, this oh, oh, oh so they, they set the table with yeah. a groin injury, or uh, they, they try to put you in that general area. Yes, yeah, exactly. They I think I pulled a nut. I think I pulled my nut. Um, would you do yeah. it too? Oh, my God. Uh, so right. what, what was the most overt presentation you had for that? Okay, so I used to do house calls uh, way back when, and um, I went to this gentleman's house, a friend, uh, I was subbing for a friend of mine, and um, he, an oh, older guy, I'm just giving you the setup real quick, really sweet, show me pictures of his grandkids, whatever. I set up the table, I exit the room like I always do, let them get ready, I tell everybody, you know, face down, under the sheet and blanket, give them very explicit directions. You know, right. I come back in. Oh, no. He's laying face up. Oh, no. On top of the sheet and blanket with like basically a washcloth over his stuff. Uh huh. Oh, man. And I'm like, okay, because I have a giant sheet and blanket there. Yeah. Pillow, like whatever. And you somehow pulled this washcloth out of somewhere and thought like this was cool. He was he was ready. He had the whole washcloth gambit ready to go. Yeah, and that's all he was wearing was this washcloth. And oh, man. I didn't run out of there, just to give you the setup. The older guy, he had Parkinson's. He was on the frail side. Yeah. So I thought, you know, like, I'm not in serious danger. I could get out of here, you know? So I would put the sheet back over the instructions, you know, blah, 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 do the massage. And he would complain about the groin stuff or whatever. Oh, my God. Call. And so he asked me back again, again, beginning of my career, I'm like broke as I'm like, okay, fine. Right. I go to this dude's house, same scenario, you know, same thing, always with a washcloth or like a small like dish towel. <laughs> come and, on. Right. So finally I come back again and I bring my own towels, a giant bath sheet, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> I could tell he was, like, really pissed. So what ended up happening with this guy, there was one time I came in. He said, do you do body scrubs? And I said, sure, I can do that. And I had extra sheets and towels and, like, whatever. Whole setup, again, where nobody would be exposed and I leave the room and you go hop in your shower and, like, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. I give him the setup. I come back in. He is standing in his shower because he had this 
giant bedroom with this whatever, you know, and you think, well, going to a bedroom, but it was, it was huge. It was like the whole top part of his house. So I go in and he's standing in his shower naked, holding a jar of like body scrub and two little scrubby hand gloves in his hand. Like, Hey, you know, Uh, so that I assume that was the time they killed it. Yeah. What'd you do? Well, we, well, we can't say that. You can't say that. But I'm so sorry. You scrub. I'm so sorry. You scrub the crap out of them. Yeah, I mean, and nothing. Obviously, nothing sexual. But I was just like, oh, you want a body scrub? And it was, yeah. As oh, borderline. So you took off the top three layers of his skin. Yeah. <laughs> I, to to me, that that's like no man. I mean, mm-hmm. that, was was he aroused during this? I like I said I I I I was like you want to scrub. She made it painful. Oh, okay, all right, all right. So you like using Brillo pads? <laughs> no, just a little. He gave me. I didn't actually like. You know, there was no you know marring of the skin, but all right. I made sure he knew that this was not. Fun. What 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 a cheesy maneuver! Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the washcloth thing, yeah. the, you know, like. They, yeah. but, but I'm listen. I mean that 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 is a common joke. It's a common expectation, I think, amongst the creepers. Yeah, and and, and yeah, yeah. That's something you always have to deal with. I'm Veronica, sure. do you? I'm sorry. Do you still do that? Are you still a massage therapist? I'm still a massage therapist. I consider myself. Well, I am a medical massage therapist. Doctors refer to me. Chiropractors refer to me. I, I'm not in this, in like, um, you know, the relaxation massage part. I certainly can do that. Sometimes my clients ask for that, but right. I'm really dealing with people with physical issues, pre and post surgery, athletes, things like that. You're not so- the happy ending industry. <laughs> uh, no. No, but you provide your own hand towels for the groin. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Did you hear Casey's story earlier about his friend? Uh, yes. And so I, I will tell you this. Um, well, first of all, I've had one woman creeper. Oh, oh wow. What's that like? Uh, it, 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 I didn't really understand what had happened until the end of the massage, and I was confused. Um, you know, it, it was like I had done a full body scrub on her. I was working at a spa. This was years ago. And she afterwards started rubbing her own breasts mm-hmm. like at the end and talking about how wonderful that had been. Do you have a shop at Target? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and I was kind of like, Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed your massage. Thank you. Bye. And like ran out of the room. And then was just like so, so, in the break room. I was just like, oh my God. She was getting, she was getting worked up. Yes. Oh, I, wow. I exited immediately. Oh, man. That's, wow. that's so, such a bizarre. You're by nature. Imagine your job is you're in with someone who's, you know, supposed to be under a, a sheet, but they're naked. And they're they're you're, you're having the physical contact, um, you know, and and the, the stuff is going to occur. Yeah, uh, Veronica, how often do people fart while you're giving them a massage? <laughs> <laughs> Not that often, actually. I mean, it does happen, and when it does, I I just I make them feel better. I say, 
you're relaxing. I'm I'm obviously doing my job well. <laughs> Somebody texted in saying, Veronica, that uh, people that are going to get a massage should make sure that they shower beforehand, that they oh, are, yeah. they don't come in uh, gross. Oh, I, I would imagine God. that's probably decent advice, right? Uh, absolutely. Um, two things on that. One, if it's right after like a sporting event or I've done things during sporting events, like sweat, like just like hard one sweat, I don't I don't mind. You know, if it makes sense, if a guy is an accountant and he comes in profusely sweating, that's going to be disgusting. um, Yes, and that happens very rarely. But I will tell you this um, hot towel cabinet, steamy hot towels with a few drops of essential oil. um, um, I I wrap those on people's feet. If I do that at the beginning of your massage as opposed to the end, it means I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. Good to know. That's the type of thing I want to know. That's what yeah. I want to hear from these stories. Or what are these little tricks and things that we don't know about uh, that that you guys do to cope for things like that? So hot towel and a little essential oil beforehand on your feet if they smell bad. Uh, that's a signal yeah. that you got Ew. you got stanky feet. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Veronica, I would imagine that you have a circle of friends that are um, or colleagues that are also massage therapists. Do you know if uh, they have had similar experiences you and have they ever completed it? <laughs> <laughs> have they ever? Uh, do you know anybody who act- actively picks up um, extra yeah, bonuses by happy uh, doing happy endings? Um, no, I do not know anyone like that. Okay. Um, and Can and you look around for us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we hear stories about other people like, oh, did you, did you hear that place or that place rumored or something? And we're usually like, nah. It, what I think it is is people just like bragging rights, like teenagers and stuff, because I had a client at a place who was – one of those like groin injury type people mm-hmm. always ignored him, always whatever. And he he flashed me once, and I was like, "Dude, we're done." Mm-hmm. Um, but like the therapist that worked there after me, he tried to get her to do it by telling her things like, "Oh, Veronica gave a really sensual massage," and I was like, "Get the you know." Oh, so he thought he was going to make you jealous? Yeah, right, right. No way. I had three testicles. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I want to go to some other calls as well. Veronica, thank you so so much for checking in. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, guys. Um, I love listening to your show. You bring me joy every oh, morning. Thank you so thank much. You. All right. And thank you bring joy yourself to a certain point. Uh, we'll take some other calls, 215-263-WMMR. When you go to a therapist, do you care the sex of the person? No, no, no. Whoever yeah, gets I, the best massage. I normally would, I would, I used to prefer female uh, therapists, but the two best massages I've ever been, have I've ever gotten, have been from guys. Or male, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the guy that that currently at the at the chiropractic office I go to, um, they, uh, you know what, I got. Well, you looked that up. Sean at Joseph Anthony is the best massage I've ever gotten. Okay, and he. I mean, I, I will go to him every single time. I've never I, actually gotten a massage from a guy. It's always been from, from women. And, and I, I for some reason, I, I do prefer that. I wouldn't freak if it was a guy doing yeah. it. I just would hope he would give me a happy ending as well. Right, right. <laughs> you can close your eyes. Now, yeah. I go to Inline Spine uh, Chiropractic, and there's a guy named Alex there. And he's just one of these people that can 
find whatever the trouble is. Yeah. You, even even if it's like, dude, I didn't even say I, I was having trouble over yeah. there. And you have, yeah. You, yeah, you found the spot. And I walk out of there feeling better every that's single time. That's the purpose. That's then, a good massage therapy. And then right. there was another guy named Ben at, I think his name is Ben. It's been a while since so I went to go see him at uh, Hand and Stone because they, they have, you know, with COVID, yeah. they've been shut down for a while. Hand and Stone in um, Oaks. And he was another guy where I'm like, dude. Yeah, you just you found it. You, what are you doing after this? Yeah, what are you doing later on? <laughs> the guy like do you some do people are really, <laughs> really talented. Uh, yeah, I will typically go to a female. I have gone to male massage therapists. I get them on a regular basis, and I prefer the female. It just makes me feel more comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me go to who was up next. All right. So Alyssa was on. Kathy, we're going to get to you in a second. Let me go to Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa. Good morning. Hey guys, how are you? Good. All right. Now you are not a massage therapist, but your mother was. Yeah, my mom was for a really long time. Okay, and it says here she worked at a 55 and older community. Yeah, so those kind of suburbia ones where all the houses are close together. Yep. And they have clubhouses. Right. Yeah, yeah. so she was the massage therapist there um, for years. And she would come, you always knew when she had a bad client because she'd come home huffing and puffing <laughs> um, and go straight to her room. But her mm. massage room was situated between the both the men and the women's locker rooms. So she heard everything. Okay. What what can you share with us that, that you recall? So the, she had one guy. He She always, so like the previous caller, she was more medical-based. They're mm-hmm. older, so they have to give their medication. She had one guy. <laughs> she always did the wife first and then him. Um, he would make sure the wife would leave. And when he would go in, um, she would do the same thing, undress, under the covers, face down. He was always, always, always. Burt Reynolds pose when she walked in. Oh my God! <laughs> like lying on his side. Oh no shame. Head propped up oh with his God. with his uh, his el- on his elbow and his legs kind of spread. Oh my God! So that was his little thing, huh? Yes. Um, I didn't learn this about this till I was older because I was younger at the time. But you know, eavesdropping, <laughs> I would hear her just you know complain to my dad. The blanket was just right above it. How do I handle that? Um, and she would have to. Massage him, and then what made matters worse, he would always make a point to let her know that he had taken his Viagra that day. Oh, oh God. God! No. Wow. Yeah. Did she ever say anything to the community? Like, you know, dude, put a lid on this guy. Dude's got a boner. <laughs> they're in North Jersey, um, and as she would say, they're just New York people who don't care. Not trying to put New York on black. <laughs> to keep like she would just massage them obviously wouldn't do anything um but the communities there they're so like gossipy that she wouldn't want her reputation right to be in any jeopardy so. yes okay. yeah yeah oh all right you have a massive erection <laughs> <laughs> that's to me that's when the you know if i'm a massage therapist you know <laughs> you would just have to just walk out you'd have to leave right i mean have, so did she ever say about um massaging people and and the occurrence of the the the, the arousal? No. Okay. She, no, she just she never said anything like that. Um, like I said, all I would, when we asked her about it years later, she would roll her eyes. She'd be like, "I definitely don't want to talk about that right oh. now." She's very Catholic, <laughs> but I would always hear my dad going, "So you're telling me if I don't lay like that, you're not going to do anything either?" Oh, oh <laughs> man! Oh wow! You're not you're not helping. <laughs> no, he did not help the situation, but wow. it was just. Her stories now, as I'm older, how everyone just kind of slept with each other and all of the men. And she said it was a time of her life where 
one, she will, she's at that age now. She will never, ever live in one of those communities. But, wow. um, yeah. the, and that, I guess, cause it's a different time. They just did expect things of her. Okay. Oh, man. Interesting. All right. So, Thank you, Alyssa. We appreciate the call. There's a movie with Miles Teller and Jonah Hill where they uh, become like arms, arms dealers. dealers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the beginning of the movie, Miles' character, which is based in real life, yeah, uh, he is a massage therapist and he is propositioned by men, not women. Yeah, that's but, true. But, yeah, and why would that happen? Uh, one point, the guy that he's massaging is slowly like lifting the towel, so yeah. he's exposing himself. So I'm sure it happens on that end too. I need to go to Kathy. She's got a la- she's got to run. Hi, Kathy. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. So you've been a massage therapist for a number of years, right? Yeah, for about 10 years. Okay. And we're doing confessions of a massage therapist. What do you want to share with us? All right. So first off, to get to the cleanliness thing, I've had it to the point where people would come in and I would massage them and they'd be the nicest people ever, but literally chunks of dirt would come off oh. their oh, body oh, and there would be crumbs on the table. Ew. Kathy, Ew. Have, you, have, you Ew. Ever, have you ever refused to... to... Hour. Have you ever refused someone to uh, be, because of their 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 filthiness? Yes, somebody uh, actually warned me I should be wearing gloves, so I immediately went to my supervisor. I'm like, I'm not touching that. Oh no. God! So they, they made them leave. Kathy, let me ask you this because this is something that I'm hyper aware of. I have uh, psoriasis, so there are patches on my skin that have That's you know, uh, Frank. Flag- Does That's that different. freak you out at all? No, not at all. Okay. No. Oh, like, good. If there's certain skin issues, that doesn't that shouldn't freak a massage therapist out. That's a whole other story because that's okay. a whole medical thing. So well, okay. well, well, well then, if we're confessing, then uh, I have this thing where I pose like Burt Reynolds with an erection. Is mm. is that does that freak you? Out? <laughs> no, no. Uh, what if a guy has a very hairy back or someone's really hairy? And I mean, what, 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 what? I mean, you're a professional. You have to soldier on. But what's the one thing that you look at and you go, Oh no, I hate this hair. 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 Okay, I thought hair my, my... does kind of like skeeve me out. I will massage somebody. That's not a problem. I remain. I would remain professional the entire time. The only thing is you got to use some extra lotions or oils, whatever you're using, so that way your fingers don't get stuck in the hair and they rip it out. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? That's, I, I, that's something I could not do, like a super hairy back. I need it, money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. You got to do what you got to do. I need to get paid. Have you been propositioned? What? Well, yes. Okay, and how overt was it? Not vocally. Well, actually, one time there was like some like 80-some-odd-year-old man that came into a spa. I just got back from break. My coworker warned me. She's like, you do not want this massage. I'm like, I'm up next. I'll take the hour massage, whatever I need the money again, because I was fully commissioned. Right. So I took the guy in the room, and he was drinking, you can tell. And he's like, I just want a seclusionist massage. I'm like, excuse me? He's like, you know, a seclusionist massage by a woman. Like, he was out of it. I'm like, sir, have you been drinking? He's like, hey, I had a few. I'm like, all right. So unfortunately, I can't work on you today. You're going to have to leave. What was he saying? I was missing that part. What was he actually specifically asking for? He was asking for a seclusious massage. Seclusious. Which was, was, I think, his lingo says, I want a seductive massage. I just think he got the word. Uh, Seclusious. 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 I want you to touch my testicles. Yes, basically. Yeah. I just don't believe he had the audacity to do that because it was at the airport and the police station was literally 10 feet from the opening of the spa. I'm not naming names of the location. Wow. But, um, yeah. But at that same store, when I first started working there, I was there for about four years and I was still new to the massage industry. I was like, I'm like brand new. I'm like, okay, I'm energetic. I'm like, all right. I get an hour massage with a guy. I take him into the room, and there's no issue, and I let him get changed. I'm like, all right, you can go ahead and get in between the sheets. And we would just ask him just to keep their bottom underwear on, just 
so we have to skip that awkwardness. You yeah. Know, just, you know, try to not have that happen. And um, so I get back into the room. And, well, before I actually go into the room, I'm at the front of the store just waiting for him, giving him a few minutes. And I hear this guy rip a fart. <laughs> <laughs> My coworker, he, he was Asian, and his face turned red. Uh. I could not believe it. I'm like, do I really have to go in there? Oh. I'm like, I'm going to give him a minute. So I'm like, all right. So I went in there. I'm like, all right, it doesn't stink. I wasn't trying to smell it, but I was just trying to, like, brace myself. Oh, my God. I'm like, all right, it's not bad. Oh, my God. So, Dude, you, sh- you, yeah. should, you should work with a minor bird in the office so that uh, in case it passes out, you know, you've reached a lethal level. That That's horrendous. Oh, it was bad. But so the massage goes basically well. So basically when he does flip over onto his back, I start massaging his legs. As as I'm going up his legs, I would use my fist a lot because it just, yeah. I think it's better covered than using your thumbs. It saves your thumbs as well. So um, I would work my way up his legs, like from the knee up the thigh. And I would have him completely covered. But this guy made a heavy fleece blanket and sheet lift up in the air with his junk. And I'm like, <sighs> no, no. He got a woody? Yeah, and oh. purposely, I like. I know you guys can purposely make that move. I'm like, no, not I'm not. So I just, I ended. I the used to I'm conduct like, oh, an orchestra <laughs> with it, <laughs> but that was years ago. Thank you. I'm like, you can go ahead and get dressed and come on out when you're all set. Wow. So I, was, I immediately left the room. I'm like, ew. I went <laughs> ew, ew, ew gets ew. it done. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I only had like one other person in there at the time, and same my Asian buddy who was working on somebody and my manager was at the register. So I told him, I'm like, this guy's disgusting. I'm like, it didn't smell, but he's still like a heart. I'm like, I'm, he's like, you just go in the front. I'll take care of him. I'm like, okay. And just wait for the next person. I'm like, okay. So I'm standing there looking out the front and it, it's like pretty quiet. You can hear the spa music. The airport wasn't too busy. And all of a sudden you can hear this guy rip another fart <laughs> so loud. My boss is like, you do not have to go in there and let that air out. Give it 30 minutes. Like, he's dirty. I'm like, 30 minutes. (laughs) Realize that you're farting loud enough to be heard down a hallway. It was horrible. And this guy, like, when he came out, he went immediately to the register and he kept his head down looking at his feet the entire time he left. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, I, I, I just can't even Horrible. comprehend that. Wow. I can't right. comprehend that. Thank you, Kathy. We appreciate the stories. All right, take care. All right, no problem. You know what I find interesting is before you, um, before you, uh, before they get started with the massage, they'll say, "All right, uh, just you know, change or, or you know, get down to your underwear and then get under the covers and come back. I'll come back in." And yeah, I'm always like, "What's the point? It, you're going to see me in my underwear anyway." Uh, it uh, is it the part of taking more, off the clothes. Yeah, yeah. What's it makes you feel more comfortable that no one's there. You can kind I of guess. well, I you guess know it's different for women too because your bra comes off. I'm not going to stand there with my. I keep my bra. On. Interface. You keep your bra. Yeah, on. I do. I don't. Um, I, I I don't feel exposed like because that. what I hate doing is, is it takes me like literally ten seconds yeah. to get undressed. And then I go and you know, kind of laying there for three or four <laughs> minutes while I'm waiting. And I'm are you like like Frank yeah. Drebin in the in the Naked Gun, where you just pull on your tie? And yeah, all just the whole suit comes <laughs> off. I, I I can get uh, dressed in or undressed in split yeah. second. When getting a massage, are you a moaner? No. Oh my God! No. What? I would sure. Well, so sometimes you can't help it. Jesus. Uh, I may exhale or something like that when they hit a spot, but I don't go. Oh, I do sometimes. Oh, do you? Really? Oh my God. Oh, you're, they hate you. I Listen, can't help it. Rochelle got a massage one one time. We were in uh, Hawaii, and we hired a uh, 
two m- massage therapists to come to our resort or is a um, um, uh, place that we had rented anyhow. Right. And we were there with another uh, couple, and so we got massages. And the dude, the the therapist, the masseur, or whatever you want to call him, was like groaning while he was massaging oh, her, like because he was using his body oh, weight God. to lean in on her. <laughs> like that. And so it freaked her out. Oh man! But. Will, my buddy, had gotten a massage by the same guy, and he said, dude, he was doing the same thing to me, so don't feel like he was, you know, necessarily assaulting you. But, like, she was she was crying. I mean, like, it upset her. Um, well, I think the massage is, I, I do the thing they probably hate, which I always feel self-conscious, and I, 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 I'm, I'm always so honored that someone would take the time to touch me, that I, I, I talk to them, I ask them about their... I don't think they necessarily necessarily hate it. I think some people are some massage therapists don't mind talking if the client wants to talk. Oh right. yes, like it's up to you. I'm I'm glad to talk. I, and my wife though will do the thing, and sometimes when she gets hers, she'll fall asleep during it, and she <laughs> feels like she's missed missed it. Oh, I, missed I, I, it. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. It's considered a compliment. Though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what if you fall that. asleep? That's what I've heard. Yeah, no, Steve, I agree. And if I get a massage during the week, yeah. you know, and we've come into work, and I, you know, my alarm went off at four fifteen, like I forget, and uh. I wake up, and I'm like. Oh, I, I, I missed guess it out. Was good, yeah. thank you. <laughs> it was. What was it like? It was great. I've been, I've been to a therapist where they talk too much too. Oh, and, oh. Like, is it the same one, Nick, that we've yeah. been to? I, it's just like is it the one. That, I'm trying to grow. Yeah, we've all been. We've all, yeah. She won't shut up. Yeah. She talks the whole time. It's oh, a really? great massage. And, and admit it. No, it ain't. <laughs> uh, and 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 admits that she talks too much. Yeah. I just but I'm like, ta- I'm like, I would stop talking. Me like too. I would stop answering. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Casey knows snoring. who you're talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Pretend to snore. Yeah. Anyway, by the way, question. I'm trying to groan and this chick won't shut up. <laughs> In the world of porn, there is Nuru Massage. Did yes. I see that? Does that is actually... That is, is, is that legit? What is this? Is that what real? Is it? What oh, is it? It's just a whole bunch of glumpy oil and they rub their They bodies. rub their naked body on yeah. you. Is what it is. I saw Tosh no, got I mean, it. Can you I'm get that at the airport? <laughs> in some places, it might exist, and that's what I'm curious. I'm sure, about. I'm sure. They, yeah. Listen, they do it on an. They do it on like a plastic air mattress. So <laughs> apparently, in Japan, it's legit. Okay, uh, but it's also been bastardized to be sexy and sexual. Right. Well, How could that be sexual? Having a naked person rub on your yeah, body with oil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, hang Why on do you up. always have to add sex to that? I want to go to a couple more calls. We only have a little bit of time. I'm going to go to Barb next. Hey, Barb, confessions of a massage therapist. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, how long have you been working in the industry? 15 years. Okay. And what did you want to tell us? So I had a client once who would come in, and while I would do his massage, he would get an erection, and he would make it jump every time <laughs> I was up. Make it jump. Well, you you yes. might as well, right? Uh, we can't go to that level okay we, he on, completed on, all over the place on american radio <laughs> we can't do that even the uh but we loved it yeah wait yeah. and he left you to clean it up yeah, well, they just got thrown away in the trash, but yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. God. That's just disgusting. Before he made it jump, did he say, hey, watch this? <laughs> no, he was completely quiet, but... <laughs> Ew, God. Barb, so is is that the worst it got for you? <laughs> or have you had, have you had others similar to that? 
No, I mean, I've had clients who would send me flowers and, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Oh, dear. That awkward, I, I, I bet you a lot of dudes <laughs> who will get that done think that's an entree to, um, like, like when, when guys, I mean, I'm, I'm not comparing massage therapists to, uh, you know, strippers, but I'm saying, oh, there was a little bit more there. That massage seemed a little bit too, you know, I, I, I'm sure I have a shot with this person. Did, did, did you have that happen with you guys who felt a little too attached to you or women? I'm sorry, say that again? Guys who, like, because who are regular clients who began, you know, who wanted to carry it outside the facility and and, uh, and date you or ask you out. Yes, yeah, they, they, I've had that happen. Yeah, they leave their numbers on the table or... Next to their or used tissues. And at that point, do you not take any uh, more um, uh, appointments with them? No, we stopped. See, I stopped seeing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's a smart move. The way yeah, you gotta yeah. do it. Wow, wow, that's a hell of a story, Barb. <laughs> I'm glad you called in. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Thanks for your call. Could Thank you. you. Could right, you we'll imagine that? Could you? The audacity. We're such <laughs> pigs. One little movement, and I change my career. That's it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm getting into radio. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie's been at it for 18 years. Hi, Jackie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. We're doing uh, Confessions of a Massage Therapist. What did you want to tell us? I have a couple good stories, but I think the best one was I worked for a spa uh, during the summer and was down the shore, and I had an 81-year-old man. He like a nice gentleman, brought him into the room, explained to get underneath the blanket and dress down to your comfortability level. Bottom undergarments are optional. The comfortability, comfortability. So the gentleman says, "Okay, great. Says, Thank you very much. I've gotten a lot of massages in my lifetime." I said, yeah, "Okay, great. So I'm gonna have you start face up." So, come in the room, open the door, start massaging. He starts moaning. Mm-hmm. Let it go. He's 81 years old. Yeah, it could just be wheezing. So, I get to the leg and hang, hang on a second here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We have to we have to watch our language game <laughs> when we're talking about the genital area. So you can just say he gets aroused, yeah. okay? <laughs> okay. And he started moving a little bit more. Uh-huh. And he goes, "You can go a little higher." And I'm like, "We only go to a certain area. Right. You're properly draped. You're fine." So I flip him over, and he goes, "And I'm working on his thigh, his IT band, his hamstring." He grabs my hand and puts my hand right on his on it. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Okay. Come on. Like, uh, so I said, "Sir, massage is now ended. I'm going to leave the room. I'm going to have you get dressed, and I will have a manager waiting outside the door for you." Yeah. And he goes, "Why? What's wrong?" Oh Jesus! You know, technically, you could, you, you could call the cops. Yes, Jackie. you could. Yeah. Right? You know. So I'm like, just disgusted at this so i go and tell my manager we knock on the door he's not coming out knock on the door and he goes give me a minute and manager says no you have to come out of the room now sir you know or <gasps> he's doing the same thing the last dude the last caller guy did oh my god he leaves the room she says you know just please get out of our facility right now uh-huh. and he goes i don't understand what i did wrong isn't this like um um a massage spa. A massage. So yes, so I said yes, technically, but we are a legitimate business, and we don't do any funny things in here. Yeah. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do anything wrong. Manager says you need to go. In the meantime, I'm in my room. Grab the sheets. 
and they're a little wet. Oh, and no. Oh. So you know, not only that's what he was doing, that took a while. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what the deal is? You, 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 the profession is, you're right, you, and it's one of the rare professions where you have one that can be legit, as Preston's going to his chiropractor and getting a, 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 a therapeutic massage, but massage is also in the name of a massage parlor, which a lot of people will associate with um, what he was asking you to do. It seems like the, the old guys um, have the same play all the mm-hmm. time, right? Uh, and his wife paid for the massage. Uh, wow. She didn't yeah, want to some, deal with it. Yeah. Some of the old guys feel that they're just, they're old. And I'm going to be dead soon. <laughs> they're just going to go Grab for it. it. So, um, we got to, I just got to. Hi, Jackie. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. I got a message okay, from. Thank I, you. I believe the one girl who called in who said her mom was a therapist at a yeah. 55 plus community. She said uh, she got a little bit more story about the guy who uh, would um, pose like Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Right. She said, I got frustrated because he wouldn't stop. I, and this is what the mother ended yeah. up doing. So I set up their appointments back-to-back. I told the wife that it would be funny if she went in and pretended to be me because I knew what she would see when she went in, and and it worked. She went in, and all you heard was the guy's name. What the F, you know, Bob? Yeah. What the F? And then he never came back to her again. (laughs) That's That's great. great. Hey, I want to go to just one more call because we know this gal. Uh, This is Kasha from Hand and Stone who's been here many times. Hey, Kasha, Kasha. how you doing? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. So we're going to wrap up with you. What did you want to share with us uh, from your industry? Um, I was just going to say that there's really not much at this point that grosses me out. I feel like we've pretty much seen everything. And if you're going to be in this line of profession, like you're trained and you know what to expect. But the one thing that really just skews me out, and I don't know why, but you always know when summer is coming or when summer has arrived because the second that client gets on your table and you put the gel or the lotion on their back, and from the sunburn, all of their skin just like peels. Oh, somebody, yeah, especially if they've been burned oh and it's God. all peeling off. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, I don't know why, but it just like, it can, like, there's not much you can do except like go wash your hands and then go back at it and right. then get more of it off. And right. Then... All right, Kasha, I'm going to ask this because it's probably something that I've always wanted to ask. If, has you ever had somebody get off uh, the, the massage table and leave skid marks? <laughs> oh, um, God. <laughs> not skid marks. I've had somebody urinate before. No. Oh. God, what? Why? How about? Yeah, well, she was like, she was elderly, and they're like, you feel bad for these people, but like, yeah, so I've had somebody do that. I've had people who literally look like they've walked around their garden before they came in and had like just black soil all over. Right. Oh my God. How about, how about, have you ever had uh, zits pop while you're, Uh, no, gross. Come on, man. I've removed moles like by accident. By accident. God. Yeah, like you slide, you slide your hand down their back, and then yeah. like because you can't get to your back, so right, right. There's people who are moving stuff around back there that <laughs> usually don't get moved around, and yeah, I've had like pimples pop. Like that's just like a normal, that's a normal thing. What you guys deal with? Have you yeah. have you ever noticed something that you thought was like medically they should be aware of that they couldn't see on their body? Uh, yes, I have. Um, and I, in that case, usually just kind of let them know, like do, you know, do you know that there's? I had somebody who had like a like a blotchy spot on their back. And yeah. you just kind of want to let them know that there's something there. Like, are you aware? That sure. Like, I had no idea that was back there. So Jeez. I'm not a doctor, but yeah, you definitely want to let them know if there's something going on. Well, yeah. you're, you're a fantastic massage therapist, by the way. You, yeah, oh, you're, well, thank you. Yeah, you so, guys are awesome. Very cool. Excellent. And I miss you guys. We miss you too. <laughs> yeah, you Someday too. we'll Someday. have you guys back in the studio. We appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, Kasha, have a good one. Okay. Thanks. You too. Bye. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, there you go. 
Confessions of a massage therapist. Uh, it uh, it picked up a head of steam, and then mm-hmm. we were rolling like nobody's business. I'll tell you this, just a word of advice. You know how you brush your teeth before you go to the dentist? Take a shower yeah, before, before you... Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, clean up a little yeah, bit yeah. if you would, please. <laughs> uh, thanks for your calls. We appreciate it. And uh, you know what? Sometime in the near future, we'll pick another profession, and we'll do that once again. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. Is Adam Farrar going to be joining yeah, us? Yeah, he's going to call us back in a couple minutes. All right, we shall return with him as he's got an appearance coming up tomorrow night at Soul Joel's in Royer's Ford. Stay there. We'll be right back. Hit up the WMMR.com contest page for your chance to win the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Homegate Kickoff Prize Pack, including a $100 Primo Hoagies gift card, a four-pack of custom pint glasses, a case of Bud Light Platinum, and more. All delivered personally by members of the Preston and Steve Show. WMMR.com. Everything that rocks. Uh, our good friend on the phone line is going to be performing in our area tomorrow night, uh, 6 p.m. show at Soul Joel's Comedy Club Outdoor Amphitheater. That's in Rofo, Royers Ford, PA. So let's welcome him, ladies and gentlemen, Adam Ferrara. Hey! Good morning, How Adam. Guys? We're good. We're good, bud. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I just want a quick uh, shout out to uh, to my massage therapist for finding the mole on my back. <laughs> <laughs> you never yeah. knew you had that, did you? I was on hold. I was listening, and she goes, "You know, I find all kind. You know, like a knife. I'm like, wow. Did you know this was sticking out of your ribs? I'm like, wow. What I am just. What when I get a massage? First of all, I'm terrified because I'm, I, I I take a shower, I cut the toenails, I brush the teeth. Yeah. Because you know you want to straighten up the front room if you're going to have company. Sure, you got to make it look nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's absolutely true, and I don't understand. I mean, to hear somebody is going like filthy. uh, Well, let me ask you: You're 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 a well-traveled man. Have you? Yes, I am. Have you ever? (laughs) Have you ever used? um, Have you ever used a massage uh, therapist or or gone to someone to provide extracurricular activity? You're a good-looking guy. I don't think you'd ever need that, but have you? What you mean going for the? For the full run, for the full yeah, the happy yeah, ending. I've never done that. No, I, I, I've never gone to someone who, who unfortunately came to this country in a shipping container <laughs> forced to rub old man. <laughs> Uh, I was surprised to learn in a survey how many people have availed themselves of that. It, to me, it seems like such a depressing step in life where you're, as you said, paying somebody who's just living in a back room to yeah. uh, to take care of you. There, there are yeah, other things. It's like- I remember, like, like I remember, I was 18 years old, and we, uh, my, my buddy was getting married. We snuck into, uh, you know, oh, 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 no, we didn't have to sneak at 18 at that time in New York. You can go to a strip club. So we went to a strip club for this make believe, you know, this makeshift like bachelor party we had. And I felt so bad for the stripper because she was like my age. I was a kid, yeah, sitting on, uh, sitting on this old guy's lap, and I'm I, apparently there's an old church lady that lives in my head because I was like, baby, you don't know that man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I can see that. It does make you feel bad sometimes. All that, all of the trappings of the bachelor party, uh, to me, are, are are sort of depressing a lot of times. Mm. So, you know, I, my my brothers in law and I went bowling. Uh, you know, and that was my bachelor party. I I just uh, it was it just not in the cards. But you know, my bachelor party was I watched the Jets and San Diego on Monday Night Football, and I got married on Tuesday. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's right now. And you know, you didn't do something that would actually ruin the marriage uh, that night. So a lot of times that yeah. happens. That used to be the thing. And I remember as I was, uh, uh, you know, as I was engaged, I was getting ready to get married. Mm. Guys would say to me, "Hey, you're gonna, you know, like 
get one last one in. And I'm like, no, 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 you're missing the point. I committed to this woman. You know, I, this isn't. Yeah. I'm Ray Liotta taking pills in the back of the car that take me to jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. I this lady to spend her life with me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually committed. I'm not half-assing this. I'm, I'm really yeah. down for this. Mm-hmm. So how have you been during all of this? I know we've talked I, to you. Yeah, I've been okay. You know, I'm humming along. I got, uh, um, I'm, I'm so happy tomorrow night. I'm at Soul. We have a tent, too. Uh, uh, Joel just texted me, so we have a tent tomorrow night. Uh, for the uh, uh, for the gig, so I'm nice. so glad to get out of that. Because my wife, I'll be honest with you, fellas, my wife's got tired of playing the game called "Honey, is this funny?" So <laughs> 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 uh, that gets old quick, doesn't it? Oh God, I'm, I'm going, and and, cause, and everyone's really respectful here in California, so I'm walking out. But <laughs> this actually happened to me. I was in the supermarket because that, that's where I go. I go for my my save my marriage walk. I go to the supermarket. And uh, I got my mask on, and I burped in my mask mm. yesterday. Yeah, and I had a I had a tuna fish sandwich for lunch. Oh, so, oh it was terrible. I was sitting in the flu- it felt like someone slapped me in the eyes with a dead fish. Oh. It was like it was all dried up. So I'm trying to get the fluid back in my eyes, and I'm blinking like a geisha. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, oh, it's a massage. It's a massage. Oh, Wow. Yeah, All these no. little things we're finding out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey. Good. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was going to switch gears, but if you got more to say, certainly dive no, in. No. But I was no, gonna... The story doesn't end well. You, you <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, I was going to ask about your podcast show because you've had some great guests on. I was just uh, looking at a teaser of one, or at least you had on uh, Instagram with um, Nathan Lane. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love Nathan Lane. And did you know him before you did the sit down or was this the first time you guys interacted with each other? No, it was, uh, and I was very nervous on that one because I'm, you know, I'm a huge fan. I did a movie with Andrea Martin, and uh, Andrea's friends with Nathan. So, you know, when you do a movie, you're together a lot. So we're sitting down, we're talking. She goes, uh, I'm so glad I took this gig. My friend, uh, my friend loves you. I said, oh, that's so sweet. What's your friend's name? She said, Nathan Lane. And I fell out of the chair. Oh, and my I fell God. out of the chair. So when I'm doing the uh, when I'm putting my guest list together, I, I, uh, I texted Andrea. I go, do you think? She goes, here's his email. Call him. He emailed me right back. He was, he was like, "When?" And I went, "How's next week?" Perfect. And he was. It was. It was great. And I was. I was so nervous talking to him. Here's the thing about do, do, doing the things like you talk to these. You have a. You have a reason to reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I, it's, it's. It's not like hi. I'm a fan. Can I ask you questions? This is actually a reason to reach out and connect with old friends. I had um, Ralph on Ralph Macchio. We did a movie together right before he started um, Cobra Kai. So, Which, by the way, we're all huge, huge fans of. Cobra oh, yeah? Loved it, yes. It's great. The best thing about it, because, you know, I knew him, so we caught up a little bit. We laughed. Um, and then what he was just starting that, the uh, movie we shot was uh, called Lost Cat Corona with uh, Paul Sorvino, me, um, Ralph. Uh, and, and so we're together a lot. And he said, you know, I'm going to start this thing, Cobra Kai. And it took him a while to revisit the Karate Kid because he's like, you know, I didn't want it to be a money grab. I didn't just want to do other ideas because people have approached him before about it. Mm-hmm. And he said, this one felt right. And uh, and it, it's a monster hit. So people yes. are really, really loving it. So I'm glad you guys like it. Yeah. So we, we he told he, a great, he go ahead. A great story about my cousin Vinny. <laughs> I asked about my cousin Vinny. He said, yeah, because that was at a time in my career when, you know, you get hot, you get cold. Yep. And um, I got the gig. They had, Pesci was already signed on. So then Ralph got the gig, and then I said, you guys work with Fred Gwynn. He goes, yeah. Joe didn't know. I was. I remember talking to Joe about it. I said, he's great. Why don't we get him? He goes, ah, because people got to think they're looking at Herman Munster. <laughs> <laughs>
Ralph said, if you kidding me looking at me, they're going to see the Karate Kid, and you're a gangster. We all need this film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they it, were all three awesome in it. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and it yeah. gave, you know, it gave him that, that comedic um, angle, which he, he had, not, had not been explored before, you know, and, and so, he, yeah. and that was the deal. Uh, so, so we, we, you know, obviously you've done a lot of acting, you've done the stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. and then with the podcasting, though, they, that's, you know, you're, you're with friends, and there's a different skill set, and, and did yeah. you did you have to work up to your, I mean, you're, you're a very personable guy, a conversationalist, uh, but but there's a different art to that. Did you find you took to it pretty, easy, pretty easily? Well, I kind of just, uh, you guys have helped me a great deal, too. Radio has helped me a great deal, too, because it's a conversation, it's not yeah. like a performance, so it's, and, and having someone else trying to get either stories or questions that other people might be interested and drive an interview was the structure of what I wanted to do. Uh, I had to learn um, and to shut up. I'm a comic. So I remember when I st- first started editing, when I used to edit the, be- the interviews, I went, man, I got to shut up. This is not me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's one of the most painful things to do to listen back to uh, air. Yeah. Like when I cut the promo for the day for the, you know, we'll do something just to advertise the show for the rest of the day on air. And you're listening to stuff and, and it's like, Jesus Christ. And, you know, we all will have those moments where would you just shut up where we're thinking of ourselves and, and trying to cut to it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so but I mean, dealing with your friends, who's your who's your big get guest? Who do you want? Who you who are you absolutely gunning for to get on the show? I want to talk to the Pope. I got a lot the of Pope. questions. I really do. Did you work with him in any movies? <laughs> the Pope? Yeah. Yeah. No, I want to talk to the Pope. I want to ask you about the car. Go, does it get hot in the bubble, Papa? Does it? it doesn't yeah. look like it's ventilated. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. No, I mean, I, you know what it was? Is I, I, you set out to do stuff, and then you know the show takes on a life of its own, and people find, like I interviewed Joe Buck. I had no idea I'd be talking to Joe Buck. Mm-hmm. He was um, he was a good interview. We had him on the show, uh, and yeah. uh, which is a tough thing to do in Philadelphia yes. because uh, the majority of the population can't stand him. But um, people we, love to hate that guy. They they do, but yeah. we we got an overwhelming response from people who are like, okay, giving Joe a chance now. He's actually a really yeah. good guy. Yeah, when you t- once you talk to him, and uh, one of the things I wanted to ask him about was a speech uh, his father made uh, after 9-11, um, because he, g- he gave the country permission to enjoy baseball again. Right, right. Know? And Joe Joe was very very moved that I brought that up. And, and yeah, like the sports, like Tony Kornheiser and uh, Michael Wilbon from PTI both did an episode for me. Um, I ended up talking to uh, Richard Marks, who's friends with Ringo. Who knew that? Wow. He's like, yeah, he, he, he said, he goes, because I'm a kid, he goes, Ringo calls my house. He's like, hi, Rich. This is Rich. And I saved the message. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know what You know what was cool about it? We, we had Richard Marks in the studio, and he performed. And, and, and here's the thing we love, and, and we frame it this way. Richard Marks gets that he's Richard Marks. Like, yeah. he, he doesn't take himself. He's an accomplished musician and so on and so forth. But, you know, people who buy their own crap are annoying, but he 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 gets where he falls in the uh, in the entertainment realm, and then he can just relax. Yeah, yeah, he was very. He he played on my show. He was sitting in his living room with a guitar over Zoom, and I go, "Can you play it? Don't mean nothing." But yeah, and he's just picks up a guitar. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So um, it's a, lot, a lot of fun. Adam, you've been doing some outdoor gigs like you're going to be doing uh, tomorrow night at, at Soul Joel's. And how's that feel? I'm sure you got a feel for it now. Yeah, it's good. Like it, This is nice because I'm talking to people and not cars. I was doing driving, <laughs> mm. driving stuff before, which is where they blink the lights and they honk the horns. And mm-hmm. it's it's like working oncoming traffic. You know, it's, it's <laughs> like, God, if I suck, they're going to hit the gas and just take me out. Yeah. So, 
I did a couple of the driving ones where I was up on the screen. Which is and boys, my mole looks like a ring. <laughs> I hope this doesn't fall off during a massage. It'll hurt. <laughs> if that mole fell off my face, it would sound like someone threw a walk down the stairs. Let me tell you something. I think you need that mole. Who had their mole removed? And they just weren't the same. One, some entertainer was it Enrique remember. Iglesias or uh, I don't know. What about the one of the Nevilles had a huge. Uh, yeah, Aaron Neville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Aaron, uh, that was tough. Aaron Neville was that was like a mini me. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yes. Exactly. I think you I think it's part of your character, you know? It's yeah. uh you, you got to have that. Uh, so so we've had people, you know, we had Burke Kreischer come through and do the uh mm-hmm. the the drive-in thing. It's it's I think it's a cool option that might exist in some variation after all this passes. But uh, for the most part, have you done besides the outdoor stuff? Some parts of the country are opened up. Have you been indoors? Yeah, I just did the Mohegan Sun Casino um, last week. Uh, that was fun. Are you a gambler? Uh, Are you a gambler? Did you do you do you dig going to a, a casino? Uh, you know, like that. I lose a lot. Yeah, okay. I, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, I uh, it was it was funny because when we did when we used to do the Rescue Me comedy tour, the one of the first stops was the arena at Mohegan Sun. Right. And uh, so I grew up in a family that you know they like to gamble. The people in my man. So we were opening the tour at uh, Radio City because we were gonna we were gonna premiere one of the episodes. So my name was up at Radio City. So I told my mom and dad, I said, "Pop, I'm gonna be at Radio City." He goes, "Yeah, yeah. Your mother told me you're doing the Mohegan Sun. We're gonna go to that one." <laughs> <laughs> Not Radio City. Not the legendary yeah, yeah, yeah. venue. Yeah. I said, but you're going to come to the show. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, unless I get on a rush. But I should be on the show. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I like the crap table. Uh, I like the sports book and the crap table. So I'll bet a ball game. And then, you know, wow, it's, it's halftime. I got time to throw the bones. So I'll okay. find out which, which tables will work, and I'll go back, and I'll lose my money in two different places. Do you, uh, <laughs> do, you do, do you do the online? Do you do the sports betting online? Uh, no, I'm a, I was actually one of the guys that still have a live bookie. <laughs> That's right. No you mentioned that to us. Yeah, I still. I, well, I don't have any more. I still got a live guy. But I, I, I tell you the story when he was when I called him up. He was shaving points. I was like, I right, give me the Jets and the over. He goes, okay, it's three and a half. I go, the, the paper says it's, it's it's two and a half. He goes, no, nah, it's, it's three and a half. I go, well, what? I said, are you? He goes, look. That's our policy. I go, what policy? You're a criminal. What's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what are the code of ethics? What, you know, by law, what are you supposed to do? Uh, I said, yeah. I said, what are you doing, Pete? He's like, don't use my name over, a, over an open line. I'm like, pay, 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 pay. That's funny. That's funny. Well, this it's going to be uh, uh, the weather should be good for tomorrow night. It is going to be a little bit cool, so this might be yeah. the first show where steam is actually coming out of your mouth while you're up on that stage. Is fun. And we got a tent just in case uh, there. So let your soul go. So yeah. that's tomorrow night, and uh, and I'm doing another indoor gig. I'm at Helium uh, in Indianapolis on the uh, November fifth uh, uh, through the seventh. I think. I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, it's cool. It, listen, that's it's all part of the, the process. Even with the, with the you know the, the reduce the audience a little bit, but like helium here, they do it right. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and the outdoor gig at Soul Joe's is uh, Joel's is uh, a, a good scenario as well. And people need to laugh. So you're you're yeah. you're, you're 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 an essential worker at this point. Yeah, it was funny because in the casino they told me, "Thank you so much for being here." I said, "Are you kidding me? I did this without you guys, and it sucked." I'm so <laughs> glad you guys did. Thank right, you so much. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, listen, it's tomorrow night, 6 p.m., Soul Joel's Comedy Club, Outdoor Amphitheater, Royersford, and you can get tickets uh, at Adam's website, adamferrara.com, uh, if you want to do that. And 
Uh, also, the same place to find the the podcast, Adam, at your website. Yep. Okay. Yep. You can go right there. You can go to adamflora.com. You can get tickets at souljoles.com. Always good to talk to you guys. Please stay safe, everybody. Okay? You do the same. All right. Thanks, buddy. Adam Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. Love him. He's the best. He is. Absolutely. Like hanging out with a buddy. Yep. Most definitely. Hey, uh, speaking of buddies, uh, our buddy Marissa, well, she's on the phone with Adam right now yeah. wrapping things up, but uh, she had mentioned something earlier this morning that she wanted to point out to us. It's a, I don't know if it's a quick thing or what, but uh, something musical that you noticed, Marissa? Yeah, so um, I found this podcast recently, and I am not a podcast person, right. um, but I found one that finally caught my attention. It's from uh, Chris DeMakes, who is the lead singer of Less Than Jake. And he has these artists on, and they break down a song. So he had, like, Rick Nielsen on, and they broke down Surrender by Cheap Trick. He's had Matt Skiba, John Feldy, uh, Robin Wilson. Um, they talked about Empire Records. I was really excited. So he had one with Mark Hoppus on. And they were breaking down the lyrics. And I've heard What's My Age Again? Countless times. A hundred thousand yeah. times. Right. right. We all have. Mm-hmm. My mind was blown by a lyric in okay. the song. So, Casey, I sent over two clips. If okay. you guys play clip number one, okay, it's going to start, and then I want you guys to just finish the lyric of the next two lines. Okay. All right. Uh, if I remember, uh, we'll try this. All right. So, here we go. <clears throat> Get ready to sing along. I took her out. It was, it was a, a Saturday, Saturday night. night. I, I said Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday. I said it was a Saturday. I'll start. It's Friday night, mm-hmm. but then sing the next line too. Okay. okay. Right. So well, remind me. Second. Second. Oh, yeah, okay. Hang on. Do it again. I took her out. It was a Friday night. E I I O. Wait. I took her out. It was a Friday night. Uh, something feeling right. Feeling right. All right. All right. Then just play the next clip. Because okay. I think you still won't even realize w- what's what being I said. Yes. Okay, here we go. I took her out. It was a Friday night. I woke alone to get the feeling right. Uh, I woke alone to get the feeling right. Uh, anybody else? That's what I, I, That's I, what woke, I heard. I walk, walk alone. Walk. I walk alone. My You're, entire life. I had woke alone. I walk alone. I walk alone. It's I wore cologne. I wore oh, cologne. What? All right, let me hear that. Hang on. No. I took her out. It was a Friday night. I walked alone. Yeah. 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 Get the feeling right. Yeah. Now that makes more sense. <laughs> and then I turned on the TV. And that's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 23. What's my age again? What's my age again? Wore cologne. I wore cologne my entire life. Oh, okay. I never thought that. And even yeah. on the podcast, Chris was like, I, I never knew that was the lyric. We've been singing it for 25, 30 okay. years. Yeah, because I walk alone to get the feeling right. That actually, doesn't would, make sense. That, yeah. would, that would make sense, actually. Yeah, right? Just go out and take a walk and get but, your mind straight. Right, and... but saying it even in the most correct way, I wore, colo- I wore cologne, the, I that walk nuance alone. will get lost at that speed. And so yeah. it, it will sound like I walk alone. No, yeah. see, I walk alone to me doesn't make sense. I walk alone, like to collect yourself. Before yeah, to get the, the yeah. right to kind of collect yeah. your mind. And now, I wore cologne makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. but uh, mine was I woke alone to get the feeling right. That wouldn't make All sense. Right. But uh, and that's when I put a hand towel on my junk. <laughs> yeah. Now you can't unhear it. Yeah. I mean, that goes along with the song too. That could have worked in there too. Okay. Mm. Uh, I love little moments like that. You yeah. know what? I go through uh, 
I have, and I know, listen, and by the way, don't call in with your misheard lyrics, because yes. we've, we've <laughs> heard them all, yes. you know, yeah, there's a bathroom on the right, blah, blah, yeah. blah, we know all that stuff, but I have, sometimes, there have been songs that I've sung for decades, not knowing the lyrics, and knowing that I don't know the lyrics, and therefore singing whatever gibberish I do, just because I can't figure out what they're saying, and I had been hesitant to go and find out what the actual lyrics are, because... Maybe I'll be disappointed as to what it is when I find I've out. I've done likewise because you've applied your own meaning and own emotional context to it. But every time that I have gone through with that, I've never been disappointed. Right. Oh. They always so, involve cologne. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Um, uh, Cindy Lauper, girls just want to have fun. Right. right? Uh, when when they go, when the working day is done. I never knew that was when the working day is done. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I thought it was when in the world them got black blood is all deals they want to have fun. So I just I would just glance over right, that right. With, with a um, uh, just making noise. And now you're like, oh, oh, the working world is done. Right? That makes sense when the working yes. day is done. I yeah. want to have some fun. Yeah. And another time, one of my all time favorite songs ever is Benning the Jets. Well, the majority of those lyrics, I've never known what the hell they were. Yeah. And I eventually listened to them, I'm like, oh, okay. And it didn't ruin it for me. No, it's was, still... I was happy to a, find out. Yes, because was, it's, it's still in the realm of what you perceived it being. It wasn't a song about, or you know, raising chickens in your garage. Yeah, I was yeah. hesitant because it might ruin the mystique for me. But no, it didn't yeah. change it at all. It's still a great song. I, go, I went back to what I thought mine was. I... I Found out the real words and then forgot it. But you guys remember, I wear goggles when you are not yes. near. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it again? Uh, uh, my world crumbles when Crum- you are oh, not right. near. I wear I heard goggles that- when you are not near. Kathy, I was thinking about you. I was in Walmart. <laughs> What's and the, the song goggles? came in and I was thinking of you. I was thinking of that very thing. Why are you wearing goggles? What are you- yeah. <laughs> Marissa? Ed's not here. I had near. I had one the other day, and I'm so embarrassed because it's actually the name of the song yes. that I never bothered to do. Uh, it's Fall Out Boy. Casey, play this clip that I just played. Oh, All we right. have another here one. We okay, here we go. I don't know the song. Forever thought it was this ain't a scene. It's a goddamn earthquake or nightmare or something like that. I just never bothered. It's this ain't a scene. It's an Arms race. Oh, sorry. There you go. That kind of ruins it for me. Uh, go, go back to the beginning of it, uh, Case. That's the title of the song. Yeah, it's in the title. I was, I, it was, I play music choice on my TV, and I looked over, and I was like, <laughs> "Wait, that's what he says." And you knew that that was the title of the song. No. Oh, I never you did. Okay. I just knew the song. Okay, because they're, they're cutting out the god of goddamn. It's a damn. But he says, ah, it, hey. That's what makes it difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, I didn't know that about the, the Blink song. I yeah. never, I never picked up on that. I, I, um, this has nothing to do with what we were talking about, I, but I did want to take this moment to inform you guys. And you may or may not have noticed this. And if you didn't, and if you did and you didn't say anything, okay. But I've been wearing jeggings all morning long. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. Wait. I, I went to Let CBS. See, I here. went to CBS last night and I bought corduroy jeggings and I've been wearing them all Stop. friggin' morning Wait, long. I and noticed, you guys haven't even I noticed. I noticed that your pants well, were a little tight. I don't. So that's why I want to see them because I don't but, think they. But they're not tight around the ankles. 
So aren't jeggings yeah. usually tight around the ankles, They're, Kath? You're not wearing them as jeggings. Well, That's so the problem. The I was worried that I was going to buy them too small. Too small because, and then I'm standing in the freaking aisle of CVS and <laughs> trying jeggings on. I, no, you can't try them on because they're sealed, right? But I'm 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 looking up the size male, chart, size chart, male to female equivalent, right? Yeah, but so you're also dealing with pharmaceutical standards, <laughs> right? You should have called so Jackie. I should have. Yeah. But these are uh, XL, right, or LXL, and then on the back it says basically it's basically size 12 to 18. So I'm like, okay, well, what is size, <laughs> what is the waist equivalent of 12 right, to 18? Right, right. And it said that the waist equivalent was 32, and I'm like, well, I am well past 32. <laughs> but uh, And then I looked at the, like, the triple XLs, right, and I'm like, oh, I don't, these look maybe a little too, and, but they didn't have the style in triple XL that I wanted. That you wanted. You right? Wanted I wanted either it kills me that CBS or a jean. carries triple XL. <laughs> triple XL, because mm-hmm. I guess they figure who's going to be buying pants in yeah. CVS. Mm-hmm. I noticed your pants, Well, case. this is America, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I noticed your pants, but they didn't throw me off because you like wearing comfortable pants. And yeah, I just you like this corduroy. Is... Dude, these are so comfortable. <laughs> the are only you going to pro- start wearing leggings I might now? have to, but these are super comfy. <laughs> um, but the problem is they don't have front pockets. They only have back pockets. Don't oh, like that. Yeah. No. Uh, do not no. like that. Front pockets. Yeah. Uh, but they do look like legitimate corduroys. <laughs> I know, right? And how it, it's just much more comfortable than regular cords. Yeah, you want to try them on? No, it's okay. Okay. You, yeah, you want to smell them? <laughs> you don't want to smell them. Uh, but yeah, so you guys didn't even notice. I, Maybe probably, I, like that I don't look at what you wear. Yeah. I love wearing pajama pants, so yeah. that that's similar to that. So yeah, yeah maybe these will be my lounging around the house. Well, I think pants. you need to go back and get the medium large instead of the large extra large, and then see how they they right. wear them properly. Maybe yeah. I will. And they were only fifteen bucks. Wait, wait. You want them more skin tight on him? Well, if he's going to wear them as leggings, that's not. He's not wearing leggings well, right now. He's got like. PJ pants on, like you said. Yeah, no, but Your they... friend is a fashion consultant. Why don't you have her go with Casey to CVS? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. they had... All right, so in the, tri- in the triple XL <laughs> ones, they didn't have corduroy or jeggings. They were straight up leggings, but they had... It was like this black with flower print on it, and they had a matching top. And I was like, "Oh my That's god, dreamy. I should get both of these." <laughs> you uh, and I'm, I'm glad. I'm actually, I'm glad I didn't. But I really wanted to wear, like, head to toe CVS clothes today, but they didn't have any tops <laughs> that, that were, like. well, that wouldn't have just screamed. CBS. Oh, you're wearing women's clothes right now. Yeah, yeah. they didn't have any Delco hats. Either, no, no they? Delco hats. Yeah. Um, they only had like these flowy sort of uh, female tops. Nothing right. that I really could have gotten away Listen, with. Listen, yeah. maybe a, like a glam rock thing for you might have worked. Yeah, right. Right. I loved your outfit when you went to vote the other night. I thought that oh was really God. cool. It was great, dude. And those. What was that? I missed so it. So I was wearing North Face slippers. I was wearing these like terry cloth shorts that I basically wear. <laughs> to uh paint right so like i've I've worn them basically every time i've painted a room in my house uh a delco shirt and my eagles hat but the um i I didn't know that i was going to be in a place where a whole bunch of people were i thought i was just going to a box that was going to drop this thing off at and i thought it was going to be really really easy those shorts i had to walk with my hands in my pockets because they fall down (laughs) (laughs) and i wasn't wearing any underwear which i normally do wear underwear but what's that yeah we're wearing underwear well so i'm wearing pants that can fall down i was ready like i was just dart in and leave that's it and also i didn't know i was going there that night i had gone for a jog and i came back (laughs) and i took a shower and so that was my 
I'm hanging around the house. Not don't, going you know, anywhere. Don't yeah. want to. Yeah. Uh, These dirt, are my voting pants. <laughs> don't want to dirty a pair of underpants. Right. A lot of times, like when I shower, like I always wear underwear. But when I shower at night and I'm putting my clothes on, I, I'm like, well, I'm just going to have to take these underwears off. And, and you had slippers on, too. I did. Do you, uh, <laughs> do you sleep with underwear? Do you sleep naked? No, no, no. I sleep with clothes on, but I, most of the time I don't sleep with underwear on. Well, you bring up a good point, which is okay. the thing that I hate. We all hate it. So you're in, you're in your, I only wear this. I'll only wear, I'll go outside if I had to take the garbage out, but this is not, these are not clothing I want to go out in. Right. And then something like an emergency happens. Yeah, right. or you got to run an errand right. or something and you're like, like that. Son of a bitch. Yeah, and we you don't have time. I did, we did go to, um, we went to Dairy Queen the other night, and I just wore my pajamas. Oh. <laughs> did you even get out of your car? Oh, no, no. It was yeah, drive through, through right? So that, that was fine. Yeah. yeah. How about a drive-thru? How about a, yeah, how about a ruling on a drive-thru? You're not cab? getting out. All right. But, dude, those Good. North Face slippers that I'm wearing are <laughs> the <Same> best. <laughs> they are, like, I'm such a sucker for um, uh, Instagram. In, well, Instagram ads. And that kept popping up on my Instagram. It pro- probably popped up there, like, ten times. And I'm like, okay, I'm just buying these. And there's another. Yeah, at some point, you just have to buy it to make the ad go away. And that really helps. <laughs> and, 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 and once you purchase, they'll never send another never. ad to you like that ever again. Well, no. there's now this cardigan that I really want to buy, but I can't. It's like the website is like Doxo or something like that. I'm like, I don't trust this website, and I can't find the cardigan on like Amazon. Yeah. And if you don't trust it, if your instinct says that, yep. you probably shouldn't yeah. go ahead and buy that, you know, like purchase that. Marissa's faux rock shirts yeah. that ended up being. Wait, uh, real quick, right. which um, which Dairy Queen has a drive through Preston? All of them. They do? Uh, oh, yeah, no. they should. Most okay. of them do. All you right. live in Delco. Come to our Dairy Queen in Brumall. Well, oh, actually, really? it's technically it's Springfield's right in front of Sprawl Lanes. Okay. Yeah. Kanchi right. is a drive through uh, Mine's in Harleysville, so you're not going to drive all the way out there. I'm not. Well, they'll be in uh, Quakertown tonight, so maybe I'll oh. swing by on the way back. Oh, yeah. Dude, they have, they've got one in Quakertown that's got a freaking play set inside of it for kids. It's huge. Exactly. It's almost like three stories tall. It's unbelievable. All right. Uh, but that's got the best Dairy too. Queen ever. <laughs> Charlie Sheen's there all the time. Frickin' drive through. Remind me to not say frickin'. frickin yeah, you can't. No. Unless you want Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, yeah, to Charlie Sheen to show up and talk about how frickin' awesome this Dairy Queen is. Uh, this is pretty frickin' awesome. Uh, <laughs> it was an email that received from an old friend of ours, Ed Pinka. Yeah, we love, I love Ed Pinka. Ed, uh, Ed Pinka is a record label rep, has been for a long time. And he, uh, I guess he lives in Stamford, Connecticut now. And he said, I was at my local Stamford Acme today, and he saw the Preston and Steve cardboard cutouts there. In Connecticut? Yeah. It was a great email. Um, I'm going to add something to it, so keep going. That's it. Okay. Uh, so thank you, Ed. He Yours that, truly, Ed Pinker. I thought that was kind of cool. It's It was a really odd confluence of events, synchronicity, if you will, yesterday. Um, Maria Giacchino, who is Michael Giacchino's sister and helps manage a lot of what Michael does, uh, texted me yesterday and said, Michael has a Christmas single that's coming out this year. We are looking for somebody to uh, be our record rep. And I, the first person that I thought of was Ed Pinka. And I said, right. I know this guy, Ed Pinka. I have his contact information at work. I will send that to you. Uh, then Bill's email came in. So I got an email with Ed Pinka's name oh, in no it. Oh, no way. And so it, this was an hour later. So now Ed Pinka might be representing Michael Giacchino. Huh. There you go. That that's was really cool. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of Michael, his album goes on sale tomorrow. Yes, and the uh, vinyl the, is available now. I think you can purchase it. Um, I've I've ordered mine. It still hasn't come yet, but I'm looking forward to getting it. Yeah, me too. Uh, so that is out tomorrow. And if you're a, a fan of uh, of Michael's music, then you're going to love this. This is his first solo album. We had him on for an entire show. Yeah, it still uh, sounded great. Yep. Yeah, so uh, that is coming out tomorrow. The title of it is, uh, hang on, is here Travel Travelog Volume One. Okay. The um, cover of this album looks very. 
female uh, genitalia. It's supposed to be an eyeball case. Okay. Not a vagina. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, do yourself a favor. Never become an optometrist. <laughs> yeah. Remember, he, he told us about that. Oh, um, I, I don't remember. It's a yeah. freaking eye. Yeah. Not a freaking vagina. Not a freaking <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Unless you want to skull life someone. Send him this uh, audio, please. Okay. He will. He'll appreciate that. All right. Um, we need to take a break, but I do want to remind you, we are going to fire up the self-proclaimed experts contest again next week. So we're soliciting for people. The subject matter is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. If you are an expert, and by that we think, if you think you're not just well-versed, that you can beat anybody else in a trivia round. It's a point of pride that you bring up often how much yep. you know yep. about the Marvel film universe. Go to PrestonSteve.com, fill out the form, we'll see if we choose you. you got to sell us on it, okay? We're going to read those and find two people who we feel uh, are the experts that we want to go head-to-head. And a lot of prizes and good stuff in store for you uh, next week for that. All right. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to the, what are we doing next? Bizarre file? Yes. All right. We'll have them when we return. Stay there. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Benefiting Phil Abundance. It's the week before Thanksgiving. Starting Monday, November 16th, the gang will be camping out for an entire week at Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. The dates aren't the only thing different about this year. The show will still go on inside the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent. But we can't have a studio audience. We're emphasizing cash donations this year, both online at WMMR.com and at your local Acme Market at the checkout register. Non-perishable food donations can be accepted on site via our trunk-to-truck drive through drop-off. Fueled by Pepsi. Camp out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Comcast Spectacor and the Philadelphia Flyers, Whitehorse RV Center, Cinch Propane Home Delivery, TRG Mid-Atlantic, Xfinity from Comcast, and Mayfair Fence. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Let's take one more run at the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, and this morning it is brought to you by HERS. For a true Philly game day, you got to break out the HERS. Enter the HERS Upgrade Your Home Gate contest at WMMR.com, and you can take your game day to the next level HERS since 1946. All right, so I've mentioned the mask holes before, the people that freak out over the mask stuff. Yes. Uh, This one took it to a level we haven't seen yet. Two sisters are facing charges after prosecutors said they stabbed a store employee 27 times after being told to wear a mask inside a Chicago store. Uh, Jessica Hill, who is 21, and Jayla Hill, who is 18, both charged with attempted first-degree murder after allegedly stabbing a 42-year-old security guard at a store called Snipes which is an athletic wear store. Uh, officials said the stabbing happened after the women were told to wear masks and used store-provided hand sanitizer. Investigators say one of the women one of the women held the security guard down while the other one stabbed him repeatedly. How many times did you say? Twenty-seven times. And he survived. He's alive as That's of astonishing. now. That's astonishing. He's in critical condition. Oh my God! Uh, so he's at Mount Sinai Hospital, and uh, the sisters appeared in bond court Tuesday, where their bond was denied. That's just by the way. It's, it's, it's a psycho citywide rule that you have to be you know, yeah. in a business to wear the mask. It was, wasn't the owner's. Yeah, fault. exactly. Uh, don't expect to find coconut milk on Costco shelves on your next shopping trip. The retailer is the latest pledging not to stock coconut products from Thai suppliers 
who have been accused of using monkeys as forced labor. What the f- Costco follows Walgreens, Food Lion, Giant Food, and Stop and Shop, who also stopped stocking brands of coconut milk, in, including, and I'm going to mess up the pronunciation of this, but I think it's Chowco. Chowco? After PETA alleged that monkeys in Thailand are picking the coconuts. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Coconut milk has got to go. Uh, PETA provided USA Today with a letter that Ken Kimball, Costco's vice president and general merchandise manager of corporate food and sundries, said uh, we had, or had sent, uh, it said we have ceased production from our supplier and owner of the brand. We will continue to monitor the implementation of the harvest policies. Quick question. And once satisfied, we'll resume purchasing. How exactly are the monkeys uh, manufacturing this milk? Well, I don't know. They're 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 picking the coconuts. They so, pick the coconuts. Yeah, that's the thing. So the Thailand-based uh, maker of uh, Chowco coconut milk, yeah, told USA Today that it is audited coconut plantations using a third party and shared a copy of the 14-page monkey-free coconut due diligence assessment. So, have the monkeys ever attempted to unionize? That's probably the yeah. biggest Is problem. Is there a monkey Norma Ray? Uh, the report says 64 farms out of 817 were randomly selected and did not find the use of monkey for coconut harvesting. Huh. Following a recent the recent news about the use of monkey labor in Thailand's coconut industry, uh, Chow Ko, one of the world's leaders in coconut milk production, reassured that, quote, we do not engage in the use of monkey labor. What a scandal. In huh. our coconut plantation. All right, so is there any other food or industry Coffee. that they use? No, no, not monkeys, but like animal labor. Like, do they use dogs to dig up truffles? They use, they use pigs. Uh, pigs. Well, uh, all right. But they so, might have dogs as well, yeah. Well, uh, all right, so I, from what I remember. A dog can't be denied a job <laughs> if it applies for a job that's been offered to pigs. No, what I remember, and I might misremember, is that one of those animals eats them, right? So it might be pigs actually eat the truffles, so that's why they use dogs, because dogs will find the truffles but not eat them. I yeah, think it might that, be the other way around. I, I think so. At a certain point, are the monkeys just picking the coconuts naturally? I don't have the information I'm, I'm for you. I'm perplexed. sorry. I yeah. do not Because also, they, so then a lot, of monk, a lot of coffee beans are are crapped out by... Simians, right? Uh, well, yeah, that's uh, that they. Uh, I don't know like how they do that. Yeah, Kopi, like... Kopi Luwak is, is yeah. the name of that coffee. Yeah, yeah it's not uh, a lot of coffee. It's no. like one special brand. It's very it's, expensive. It's, it's, it's not, yeah, okay. no, no, it's, no. no it's, it's, you're not going to get super it. Super expensive. Yeah, uh, dogs are more popular choice these days for truffle hunting. And so, Casey, exactly what you were just talking about. Pigs can uh, destroy the crop, and so they now send in dogs and a lot of truffle truffle hunting, especially in California. There was a whole special on it, and that these dogs were finding like truffles that were worth like thousands of dollars. Oh yeah. It's yeah. a huge industry. Yeah, absolutely. All I but know... The dogs are... The, 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 so the pigs are out of work. All I know is that monkeys are being exploited, and then this, this must stop. So, please. I'm sick to death of this. That's right. Exploiting of our masses. A woman is going... uprise! A, a woman is going... Now, I said earlier about this uh, guy in Texas who had this uh, Halloween display, which is just uh, overly bloody... Uh, here's a different story about a, a, per, a woman in Texas. She's going head-to-head with her homeowners association after complaints were filed over her inappropriate Halloween decorations that show skeletons dancing on poles. Angela <laughs> Nava lives in a community in Richmond, Texas. She received a letter on Sunday saying that she has 30 days to remove the decorations. It's I think it's hilarious, and it's it's skeletons. They're sans flesh. Yeah, the... What? The letter said the decorations are offensively positioned. <laughs> um, it's funny. I mean, people get uh, 
People get bent out of shape about pole dancing. Yeah. However, it is an athletic competition it's as a, well. It's an exercise, an athletic competition, and there's nothing yeah. that is suggestive about It's just the bones. Yeah, well, but they're not wearing clothes. She said it's modeled after an adult club. We just really had a good time changing the scene up every night. Uh, every night we change the positions Bye. of the skeletons, and it's really been uh, a great creative outlet for me. Uh, Nava said the idea came up during the early stages of the pandemic. Uh, she said she hasn't had neighbors approach her with complaints. Nava said, since Halloween is this weekend and falls before the Homeowner Association deadline, she's going to leave up her decorations in the yard. Which house would you rather live next to, this one or the one with the safe on the guy's head crushed? Um, Oh, this one. I don't care. They're both great. They're both great. They're both pretty awesome. I couldn't look at the blood, I don't think, every day. We have have a neighbor that has uh, posable skeletons uh, in the trees in their front yard, and they they change up the positions. It's pretty fun. Ah, I like that. I like it, yeah. Um, that's a short one. I'm sorry, but that's oh. all we have time for right. in the Bizarre File. We'll get to some more tomorrow. All right, we're going to break. We'll come back in a second. Lesson question, trash music news is coming up next. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to schedule a free one-on-one virtual appointment with the real expert jeweler. Real diamonds, real people, real jewelers. Steven Singer Jewelers. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Wow, it's 1023. What All right. the hell? I know. We've been letting this day get past us. we still got some things to do. So I We're so get, reckless. I want to get right to that. And so, therefore, we will do the lesson question for today. $60 Metro Diner gift certificate is what we are going to give away to you. So let us go uh, with this one. What did one of the bachelors from The Bachelorette call a thesaurus. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. He thought he was saying thesaurus, but he said something else. What was it? That was from the 6 o'clock hour this morning. We're going to find out if you were listening or not, because you'll have the correct answer if you were. 215-263-WMMR. We'll do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get some stories. What's happening this morning, Steve? Well, Felicity Hoffman apparently kept a journal while serving a sentence in prison for her part in the college admissions scandal. Huffman says she plans on turning it into a script for the worst prison movie ever made. <laughs> In the latest preview for Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Chloe Kardashian reveals she contracted COVID-19 back in early March and is seen sick in bed. A delirious Chloe says, uh, candidly reveals that producers asked her to get sick for the show and also says we now have Caitlyn because Bruce lost a bet. So. <laughs> and finally, Grey's Anatomy is heading into its 17th season, but Ellen Pompeo, who plays Meredith Grey, says she feels the time is right to retire this series. Pompeo says she would love for the show to go out on a high note and believes they will with a story arc involving a homicidal robot made out of bedpans. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's trash. All righty, uh, let's see if somebody knows this. Uh, what did one of the bachelors call a thesaurus? 215-263-WMMR. First caller in was Eric, so I'm going to go to him. Hey, Eric, good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, it. <laughs> you people. I love you, by the way. All right, Eric, what is uh, what, what did the bachelor call a thesaurus? Was it a T-Rex? Yeah, Tyrannosaurus hey! Rex. Yeah. Yeah! Hang on a second, Eric. We'll get the info, and we will get to you a $60 Metro Diner gift certificate. Amplify your next sports viewing party at home 
With help from your neighborhood Metro Diner, who have added meaty boneless and traditional wings to their menus alongside their latest game day packs that will feed the whole squad. Uh, it's available for takeout or delivery, and you can order online at MetroDiner.com. Let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! If someone wants to yank a guy's prank, I say let him. All right. Uh, a couple of stories to run past you. We'll begin with this one. Uh, Corey Taylor climbs to the top of Billboard's mainstream rock songs airplay chart with Black Eyes Blue. And this is his first number one hit as a solo artist. The feat also gives Corey Taylor a place in history as the first artist in active rock history to have a chart-topping hit with three separate acts. So Stone Sour, Slipknot, and a solo act. That's pretty so, amazing. That's big for him. Something yeah. to be proud of. Uh, Corey shared the news on social media, writing, uh, thankful to be the first artist in active rock radio history to have a number one song with three separate bands. Uh, Black Eyes Blue, by the way, is included on Taylor's new solo album, CMFT, which was released earlier this month, debuted at number one on Billboard's current hard rock albums chart. Just released is the trailer for the definitive Frank Zappa documentary titled Zappa, according to Music Radar. The new film was produced with the full cooperation of the Zappa family and estate, which provided director Alex Winter. Yes. Of course, you know him from Bill and Ted. Uh, it allowed him unrestricted access to the Zappa family trust. Zappa, sir. Zappa cool, <laughs> man. And all archival footage. The 129-minute Zappa is set for release on November 27th in select theaters and on-demand services. I am only a casual Zappa listener. I've only heard a few things here and there. I never really dove deep into it, but it's something that I've been planning on doing because he was an eclectic and an outstanding musician yes, as he far was. as his ability, his technical ability to play and his band and to, was too. and to write. Well, yeah, he 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 hired the most amazing yeah. musicians to play his stuff because it was so complex and progressive and and avant-garde and, yeah. and all these wild things. Um, so I really owe it to myself to go and listen to stuff, but it's it's interesting because it's unlike anything else. It's it's weird. It's not pop or rock or there it's, were I, you could it's not I, jazz. I always could sort of pick out who would be Zappa fans in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Winter said of the film, "This is the most ambitious project I've ever worked on, with a couple of years of archival preservation in addition to several years to make the film itself. This isn't your typical music doc, but rather a multifaceted narrative." That aims to bring this complex artist to life. Uh, Magnolia. He said, uh, Magnolia, with its long and distinguished history of platforming great cinema, is the perfect home for Zappa, and I am <laughs> ecstatic to be partnering with them. Uh, is this going to be a theatrical? Okay, so it's, yeah, select theaters and on demand services. All right, there you go. Um, so that will be out November 27th, so that could be kind of cool. Alex Winter uh, does a. Uh, a- Great job when he does documentary work. Really good. Jimmy Page took to social media uh, to salute the 51st anniversary this week of 1969's Led Zeppelin II. Did he write, yeah? <laughs> I didn't see the post, so okay. I don't know. But you know what I didn't know? is he, he produced that album. Did he? Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, he posted, it began with rehearsals at my home in Pangborn and Whole Lot of Love and what is and what should never be were later recorded at London's Olympic Studio Number 1 with George uh, Chance, who 
engineered the basic tracks on some guitar overdubs. Uh, this provided the foundation for the rest of the tracks to be recorded and overdubbed at various studios in America during our forthcoming tour. Do you think Pangborn is near Frogmore? Uh, it's got to be right it's next to it. got to be right next to it, right? Hop, skip, and a jump. Uh, Paige went on to write, We recorded and overdubbed our way from West Coast to East Coast with our fueled energy. I did a lot of final mixes with Eddie Kramer at A&R Studios in New York. The hedonistic mix of Whole Lot of Love was to pioneer the radio success of the album. Uh, Led Zeppelin II was released on October 22, 1969. The album featured such instant classics as Whole Lot of Love, What Is and What Should Never Be, The Lemon Song, Thank You, Heartbreaker, Living, Loving, Made, She's Just a Woman, Ramble On, Moby Dick, and Bring It On Home. That's a whole lot of big songs on yeah. that album right there. He didn't write that, Steve, but um, on his Instagram account, uh, we just did. So oh. yeah. <laughs> Now the ass comment is on the Jimmy page. Way to See, go, Marissa. Needs I'd to be, be there. there. Oh, you did that. No, Way to go, McElwain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. One last thing. Sting will release his duets collection on November 27th. A lot of stuff coming out on the 27th. The album, which also features the former police leaders' instrumental collaborations, will be available on vinyl on December 18th. Duets features Sting's team-ups with the likes of Mary J. Blige, Herbie Hancock, Eric Clapton, Annie Lennox. A uh, few people I'm not familiar with. Charles Aznavour. Yeah, the uh, French actor. Okay. And uh, Mylene Farmer. Uh, Shaggy. I know him. He'll be on there. Uh, Melody Gardot. Uh, Gashi. And more. Duets also includes the new, never-before-released song, September, which pairs Sting with Italian icon Zucchero. So that is coming out on the 27th. And there you go. That is what I have in music news this morning. Uh, Marissa found out it's a big, big fan of the President Steve Show's birthday. So oh. I'm going to give some love to Mr. Bob Havens. Oh. Uh, Bob is a super fan of the program and... Always puts in a real good showing at the Cardboard Classic, so... That's awesome. Happy birthday to you, Bob. Delco Bob. Delco! Delco! All right, with that, we are going to take a break. We are coming back in just a moment, and we will get ready to wrap this thing up. Letter of the day, word of the week, and Pierre Robert. All when we return. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. A Thursday morning. Program coming to a close. Today has been a fun show. And uh, thank you to all the massage therapists who called in this morning. Explosively. And uh, I mean, that is a double entendre. Interesting (laughs) stuff. Most definitely. Uh, So we'll have to do confessions of another time. And... uh, Call out a, uh, a group of uh, workers to tell us the <laughs> stories about what goes on behind the scenes. Uh, also, thank you to Adam Ferrara. Yeah, Woo! great guy. Show. Yep, Adam, very funny. Adam's going to be performing outdoors at Soul Joel's in Royersford tomorrow night. It's at uh, six o'clock, and you can go to SoulJoelComedyClub.com or AdamFerrara.com, and you get tickets to the show. So uh, get out and join him because he is a great guy. Uh, and also a reminder that we are doing another uh, self-proclaimed experts contest next week. And this time we are calling those who are in the expertise of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that is just uh, all things Marvel movies and not the not the TV shows, but no, just the movies. Just the movies. But chances are if you're an expert in the movies, you probably know the TV shows too. But who knows? We have but, a good idea. But I mean, not just, yeah. not just a fan. I mean, you know everything. So you can go to PrestonSteve.com and you can uh, fill out the form, get that to us, and then we'll pick a couple of people that we think 
are the right ones next week. We'll have them go head to head and see who ends up winning. Um, I guess we need to do the letter of the day. Case, you going to do it? Yeah, I can do it. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... T, as in Tommy Two-Tone. That works. And we have a, or Tom Petty, because we have Tom Petty. I thought I should have said. Wildflowers and all the rest, super deluxe edition, a five-CD limited edition set featuring 70 tracks, nine unreleased songs, a hardbound book, and so much more. It's available now from Warner Records. Plus, we're going to give you a $100 gift card to the Woodstock Trading Company. For the finest rock and roll memorabilia, concert posters, shirts, uh, psychedelic art, and more, you can visit the Woodstock Trading Company on Route 70 in Cherry Hill or WoodstockTradeCO.com for all of that information. Uh, Take a moment to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and uh, also Hyundai City. It's one spectacular month during October Auto Fest. You can shop hundreds of shocking deals at HyundaiCity.com. Uh, tomorrow, no sad bro, it's Friday. Woo, yeah! That's I'm looking a, forward to that. So officially, it's Friday now. Yes. By Casey's math, and I love that. Uh, but we will have a comedian, Rodman, joining us in the studio. Oh, he's great. Give away the Word of the Week prize. Any other prizes we have sitting around, we'll have a chance for you to win, and we'll get into some good stuff. That is it. We are done. So rage on and have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. So now Khloe Kardashian has COVID. Okay, Steve, hit us with it. How the f*** exactly did they get the bear tranquilized long enough to get the results? Next message. Hey, Anthony. Tire changing son of a bitch. Happy birthday, man. From your little brother. Next message. Dear 2020. That's old. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484 434 1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.